Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chainsaws and Claws, a killer monster podcast. I'm Rob the Cinema Drunkie. I'm Patrick Riches. You know how I realize this shit when uh, I start, you, you uh, like, announce yourself very low? <laughs> yeah, like when, when you started like I'm Patrick Vicious And then when I'm starting it's like I'm Patrick Vicious <laughs> <laughs> Well when I'm already talking It's easier to like just kind of just keep going Whereas like when I'm just like My own thing I feel like my voice starts off at a moment. Like it's a guy because I get like Most people at work think I just don't talk Like I'm basically like a mute because I don't really talk to people most of the time right, But right. it's like because yeah cause It's like my voice is often like when it starts very like In a deep croaking manner Because I have not used it <laughs> No, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, uh, today we're we're going to be doing something a little different, but not really. Um, but but uh, we felt like this pairing was fairly appropriate in uh, in 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 this day of uh, Twitter discourse. Well, the thing that's funny is like when we first thought of it was like another bit of Twitter discourse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, we kind of kept like putting it to the side, and then the fucking discourse came up again. And like when I like right when I had mentioned that as an idea, it's like what we could do for this week. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is appropriate. Yeah. So like when we came up uh, with this double, it was uh, during the discourse of uh, my my tweet regarding uh, action movies and slasher movies being one and the same. Um, and now uh, it, it's come up again during the discourse of uh, copaganda. And it's like, yeah. Which I do have things to say about in this, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no, totally, totally, totally. So, um, our first uh, feature of the day is the 1986 uh, Copaganda Classic <laughs> <laughs> uh, action slasher Cobra, uh, starring, you know, Sylvester Stallone, Brigitte Nielsen, Brian Thompson, uh, Andrew Robinson. And the late great Art LaFleur. Yep. Uh, yeah, Art LaFleur. One of, one of my favorite that guy actors. <laughs> I was like, he knows that guy. That's Art fucking LaFleur. You know what I'm saying? To me, he's just Babe Ruth, but from the Sandlot. But <laughs> nah, Art LaFleur is many things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, he is also Babe Ruth. He is the quintessential Babe Ruth. Um, but like, he like he 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 was also in Death Warrant, which is another action slasher movie. Um. Uh, he's in Trancers 1 and 2 uh, McNulty uh, We gotta do Trancers because that No, I, I, I love Trancers That's that, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very easily sold on that Yeah, the, I love Trancers, Trancers 2 And I hate the rest <laughs> I've only seen, I think, the first one yeah. Tra- I, 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 I prefer Trancers 2 um, I, I greatly prefer Transfers too. I mean, not that like you know, I don't like tr- the first. Tra- I love the first Transfers, but I just love Transfers two even more. And I felt that's where they should have ended it, but they decided to keep going three, four, five. And... <laughs> well, to be fair, like that's like, and I love Full Moon. Don't get me wrong; I've mentioned my love for Full Moon many times. But like Full Moon's fucking thing was like, if there is a well, we are going to get every goddamn bit of water out of that goddamn well that we possibly can. I think that there is all in all. I could be wrong about this, but I want to say there's like nine fucking Puppet Master movies. And like, I love the Puppet Master franchise, but like, I wouldn't say they're all winners. <laughs> right, right. It's the same thing could be said about Trancers. Because, um, uh, you know, people don't like four and five, you know, but 
I was like, three is the worst one to me. Because three undoes everything, all the goodwill that uh, you earn with uh, part two for me. I, I hate part three so much. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of four or five either. And uh, I, I didn't even bother with six. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, Jack Death's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Stop it. Just, just stop it. It's like with the fucking Nemesis Five. It's like, no, no, I'm not doing this. Fuck off. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, like, cause w- w- when that first discourse came up about, about action and slasher movies being one and the same, um, I, I, I suggested uh, doing uh, which one was it? Uh, which it was going to be a Rambo movie. You had well, suggested doing First Blood Part Two. No, no, I, no, 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 I did not. I suggested doing uh, four because I was like, because I don't like First Blood Part Two. You said that, that was your counter. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. That's right. That. No, no, <laughs> no. I suggested doing Last Blood. Um, yes, 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 yes. That was the, yeah, and I was yeah, like, no. <laughs> because, because because the 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 the, the climax of that movie, he's he, he he becomes full on slasher. No, no, I I'm not disputing your point. I got your point. I just fucking don't like that movie. So it's like I don't want to talk about it. I understand your point. Your point is valid. Just fuck Last Blood. It's my is like my feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if if there was ever such a thing as boomer porn, that is oh, it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I, I told you the story before. Like, I, I went to uh, the the theater with my dear. I was going in, and these two little old uh, white women were coming out, uh, elderly white women. It's like, oh, what movie are you guys going to see? Are we gonna go see Rambo? Oh, we just came from seeing it. We loved it. It was so good. I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm watching the movie, and it's like, oh, <laughs> okay. See, uh, but I I told you I, I experienced <laughs> it in real time. Where I, as soon as I realized what it was, because at first it doesn't necessarily seem like it's going to be a superhero movie about killing Mexicans. Um, It doesn't seem like that at first. And so it just seems like a Rambo movie. And then when I realized what it was, like, I think it was right when um, the, uh, spoilers, um, when the niece, I guess, whatever she is, uh, dies. And like, it became, it's very clear that he's going to take revenge. And I was just like, and I think they show up to Mexican border. I was like, I looked around me, and I was the only, like, person under the age of, like, at least 55 in that theater. And, the, like, they were all, it was all white people, and I was like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't think they're going to hoot and holler, but I think they will internally. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm so concerned right now in this moment when I'm watching Last Blood. And, like, I watched Last Blood. And, I, I mean, like, I know a lot of people are, like, the same thing. Where it's, like, the end is, like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm not saying it's without any merit. I just don't just... The only fucking Rambo movies that I actually enjoy are one and four. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. The, uh, when it comes to First Blood, um, for the, I, I, I probably, uh, that was one of the movies I've watched the most. Um, I love First Blood. Uh, First Blood Part Two is like, I mean, I I, I do like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not terrible. That. I just don't care about it. Like it's like I get like culturally, like it was, it was kind of like the movie that everybody started like kind of copying because yeah. like Commando and everything, and they all kind of like whatever. But like watching it now, it's just I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's, like there's like nothing really that special about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, my favorite is actually uh, three. 
The I three, haven't seen three since I was a child, so I have no opinion on it. Three, three is actually like, like you know, I feel like is the best pure action movie of the series. Like you, you have a scene where fucking uh, uh, Rambo is playing chicken with the bad guy in a Russian tank, and and uh, bad guys in a giant Russian helicopter, and they're playing chicken while explosions are happening around. It's like. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 this is my shit right here. I love, it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, the, that could that could have been as well and shit. Because it's like I remember uh, Mike made a point and shit. Like, because because he was upset that people were like upset about my comparison. They were like, uh, uh, '80s action movies are just basically slasher movies with a heavy dose of jingoism in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was like. Why why are y'all mad at him for stating the truth? Like, every fucking Rambo movie has a moment where he becomes a full-on slasher. You know what I'm saying? You know? Um, and, and that one, basically, because that movie is, like, pure example of, like, overkill. Because, like, when he kills that giant Russian bad guy, like, uh, he does a, a flying spin kick on him and knocks him down the fucking hole. And then, like, like dude fucking snaps his neck at the end of a rope and then explodes and it's like yeah 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 you know like Rambo 3 I think was in the Guinness Book of World Records for be at the time being the most violent movie ever made <laughs> and it's like like it's not even because it's like extra gory it's just like so many you know random acts, acts of violence, violence. Yeah, exactly. yeah yeah I, I think uh, like there was also a Red Dawn in there and it's like that makes sense yeah um, it does. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Cobra. We're talking about yes. Cobra. We're talking about this fascist, uh, this fascist masterpiece. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I I, I say that shit, but I, I I do love Cobra. No, yeah, yeah that's. I mean, they, okay. The thing, like you just said, is like it's funny because I, I was like I just read um because my aunt got me um for Easter like the total film. It was like 500 movies you need to see like before you die, whatever. Mm. Um, and there's a little section. Where like they uh, talk about Dirty Harry, and they were like talking about how it got um, selected by the Library of Congress for being aesthetically significant, whatever. Um, and they were like, not bad for a movie uh, labeled fascist upon its release. And I was like, okay, but because it's culturally, aesthetically, whatever, significant, doesn't mean it's not fascist. Like I was just like, because. But to be fair, like that necessarily just because I am anti-fascist doesn't necessarily mean in terms of media I am against it necessarily. Because, like, if you really break down all superhero media, like, the whole reason, like, um, if you ever read, like, Warren Ellis' Authority, uh, basically the entire fucking point of that book was what happens when the Justice League, for instance, or the Avengers, whatever, um, decides to stop putting out fires and basically start to control the world so they don't have to keep putting out fires. Mm. And it's like, it's a very fascist idea. And, and that's, and mm. people have said like, and, and this is definitely based on like Dirty Harry, uh, both Cobra, but also the thing I was going to say, um, like Dark Knight Returns is a very fascist piece of work. And like, cause it's like, if you take Batman to his logical conclusion, that's where it goes. But like, and so it's like I completely get it, and like I, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy those things. But you also have to acknowledge the thing. Like the one thing that drives me nuts about like the like the whole like, um, like people jumping on the people jumping on propaganda is I'm like, there's literally truth in what everybody is saying. Like I was just like, 
like this movie, I remember um it's funny because like I hadn't I actually hadn't seen this until like I want to say like 2020. Um or like me, yeah, I think it was 2020. Um and it was like because I think it was during the pandemic, like I was when I was cleaning things off my watch list, I was like, oh, I'll watch Cobra. And like um there's the point in the movie when um there's the whole like um like monologue by the night slasher and he's literally like cobra is literally like it's very clearly he's going to kill this man in cold blood like for good but like it's such a fucked up idea and i'm just like you have to acknowledge that that is fucked up like i was like you can't, but you can also very easily acknowledge that the movie is fucking fun and awesome. Like, and many people that are fucking great filmmakers that are smart people, like Nicholas Winding Refn, are big fans of it. Like, both things exist. Like, neither thing is, like, it's not mutually exclusive. Nah, yeah, like, uh, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, his uh, masterpiece Drive yes. is heavily inspired by Cobra. Like, like he's made that known that uh, uh, he he definitely took inspiration from Cobra when he was making Drive, you know, and like yeah, like uh, there there's that part. Uh, there's also the part where um, uh, Cobra desecrates a, a body in full view of the media and public just to make a point. Uh, when when the like it, and I like how they make the reporters seem out to be like such a schmuck. Like, oh, did the guy have to die? You know what I'm saying? Like, you tell that to his family. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but he, he has a fucking point. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. And like you, you desecrated this this innocent victim's body and shit by like just you know, like I I don't think his family's going to appreciate you just uncovering his body for everyone to see. You know what I'm saying? In front of like not just full view of the public, but in front of cameras and shit. So that's going to be on the nightly news. You know what I'm saying? You you just showcasing their loved one's uh dead body. Just so you could dunk on this fucking reporter who's basically asking, you know, realistic questions of you. <laughs> you oh yeah, well, it, it, the thing is, it's, like, it's like the thing about like, um, it's 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 never been unclear um, on <laughs> which wing uh, Sylvester Stallone falls on yeah. in terms of things, because like this is one of the movies he wrote and um, ghost directed. Yeah. Um, and, like, because even, like, as simple as, like, because that's obviously you know, a really good example, but an, even as simple an example of there's the whole scene with him and uh, Brigitte Nielsen in the car when she's like, yeah. why are they letting them out, blah, blah. He's like, well, we lock him up, but then blah, blah. It's like, it's like tell it to the judge. And she's like, it doesn't seem right. He's like, tell it to the judge. I'm like, so you're, so the argument that you're making in your screenplay, Stallone, <laughs> is that people that, whatever reason they may have had for committing a crime, should just die or just die in prison. Like, that's such a fucking weird thing that people were, like, totally cool with, apparently, in the 80s, when it was just like, yeah, no, that's totally, I think this should happen. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, it's why I kind of understand why like, Punisher became a big thing, like, in the 80s. Like, because like, when they first introduced him in the 70s, like, I guess he wasn't, nobody really cared. And then like, in the 80s, he became, like, this thing. And now, not like it is now, but it's, like, because it's, like, I guess because people were scared. Because, I mean, like, I know there was, like, there's basically crime was 
at a truly like staggering level for like periods of the 70s and 80s. And I understand that people were probably scared. Like that was like their like outlet was like stuff like this. But it's still fucked up to like think that like that's like if that's your takeaway is like, well, we should just kill these people. <laughs> like I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no, that's not no, what the fuck? No, like, yeah, like Stallone, Stallone is, is, is telling us exactly what he is without saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 you know what I'm saying, like he's a, he's on social media and if you ask him and shit like you know he he pretends he's neutral like he says like he didn't vote for trump and uh like he's not a republican he doesn't even know what a republican is and all that stuff and it's like dude come on like we, we we know like i mean uh his brother frank is a schmuck yes. um you guessed it like, frank's alone <laughs> yeah yeah um uh but at least Frank is truthful and upfront with that shit. Like, Frank makes, like, no... He doesn't try to hide it at all. That man loves that little Trump cock in his mouth and shit, and he he loves showcasing that for the world. He loves sucking well, little Trump cock. the thing I will say about Stallone, <laughs> oh, that, that Sly Stallone, is, despite his reputation, he's not stupid. Like, he's yeah. very clearly not stupid. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think it's also a factor. <laughs> Yeah, They're like yeah, like he 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 knows that if if he does openly pick a side, he's going to lose, you know, one side of his fan base. So he pretends to be neutral. You know what I'm saying? It's like he he can't say he's left wing because then he loses all his right wing fans. He can't say he's right wing because then he loses all his left wing fans. That's why what was it that uh, he was a member of uh, Mar a Lago, whatever the fuck it's called, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump's. Uh, and like oh like and people were like oh Stallone no and the old right wing people was like conservatives like yeah and he was like I'm not you know what I'm saying that that's not true at all and it was like oh great uh, Stallone and then like the like what, what what was the big deal if you were you know what I'm saying he's like no I'm just you know you know and it's like you are you know what I'm saying you're just not well, going to publicly say it <laughs> I don't even know for sure if he like. Because like, the thing with like, Schwarzenegger, um, Schwarzenegger was very famously, a, I'm not saying was, is, very famously a Republican, um, but at the same time is a guy who has publicly shit on Trump, publicly talked about a lot of the shit the Republicans talk about being fucking ridiculous and shouldn't be, yeah. like, I, I remember in his book, um, he was talking about, like, um, like, the whole climate change thing where he's like, this shouldn't be a political issue. He's like, this is this is the earth. This affects everybody, no matter if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever. Like, it's, it's like this shouldn't be a political thing. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, um, and my thing with like Stallone is, I'm guessing it's probably somewhat similar in terms of like, do I think he's probably Republican? Yes. Do yeah. I think that he is like fully on board with like all the fucking ridic ridiculous Republican bullshit? Probably not, because I don't yeah. think he's. I think the people that are like ridiculously on board with all that bullshit are very stupid and as i established i don't think stallone is like i don't think he's like that yeah. easily led yeah no no yeah like it's like you said he, he's a smart guy he's a smart guy but like and it's funny too because it's like it's become like the opposite now because stallone is very uh open with his politics in his films it's like yeah. you know obviously in this one you know he's showing how he feels about you know the law you know what i'm saying and like 
like like you said, like you know, all all like all criminals who do bad should be dead or in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's no in between. Uh, but like you know, he he's very neutral and shit. And and oh, as he betrays in reality, you know, like the like fucking Rocky Four and shit. The man tried to uh, qualm uh, relations between the U.S. and oh, Russia. No, dude. And a boxing my favorite, match. <laughs> my favorite thing about the women's <laughs> ego in the eighties was you have um, uh, first blood part two, where it's basically like Stallone goes back to Vietnam, wins single handedly. <laughs> like it's just mm. like, and then it's like Rocky Four is like Stallone versus communism. Stallone wins. It's just like his ego <laughs> yeah. was truly spectacular in the eighties. Right, like yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's still. A, I mean, you know, it. I mean. It's obviously he still thinks very highly of himself, but um, it's obviously uh, brought down a bit, especially during the '90s. Um, <laughs> like you and me, well, yes. whenever he gets humbled, it just like that is like that's like for a hot minute he just like, well, I guess I should like you know be an artist. And then it's just like as soon as like he's like he gets out of that ghetto again, it's like all right, <laughs> just like <laughs> he's like he's like he's like fucking. He goes from like fucking being Rocky to Apollo Creed at the beginning of, like, Rocky IV, where, like, comes out with, like, the James Braun intro and, like, the fucking, like, big, like, a uh, fucking American flag gear and everything. He's just like, look at me, guys! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he he he, he gets a downturn, and then he, he, he always finds a way to come back. You know what I'm saying? You know. Because he's a good artist. Like, I, think, yeah. I do think that he's, like, I think it's funny, is, like, as much as um you might want to shit on like let's say like this um like fine but he wrote rocky like which even some of the best writers in the history of hollywood as i said it's one of the best scripts they've ever read in their life yeah. like he fucking wrote like he wrote rocky he wrote i mean obviously this but like um the i would argue um one of like the one of the best rocky movies rocky baboa he wrote and directed like um the Rambo movie that I really enjoy after uh First Blood, uh Rambo, John Rambo, um wrote and directed that. Like it's just like so it's like he's a good artist. He's just from what I can tell, kind of a lazy bitch too, where it's just like he like he wants to like <laughs> he, he just wants to kind of just coast and do whatever. And then it's like when he absolutely has to, like he has no other choice, he's just like, All right, I'll write and direct this shit. But like and then it does a good job. And then after like a little while, it's just like, eh, maybe I can just act again. And then it's just like, ah, oh, for Christ's sake, dude. Like, how many times do we have to do this before you understand? <laughs> this is not the way this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, um, he he's like uh, uh, Vin Diesel before Vin Diesel. Yeah. But Vin, Vin Diesel has found a way to just like coast. Oh yes. Well, it's not it's not that he found a way. It's that he like he found that playing this one character in these movies that make like a kajillion dollars every time they release one will let him do whatever stupid bullshit he wants to do in between that doesn't do well. But then the next one will do it like the fucking kajillion dollars. So he's like, look at my box office clout. And it's just like, nobody in Hollywood apparently is just like looking at the things of like, maybe we shouldn't do this random fantasy that he wants to do. It's like, no, no, he, his last movie made kajillion dollars. He's like, Yes, but that was a movie where there was cars and this is covered wagons. So, like, I mean, nobody fucking affects, like, it's just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, and it's funny, too, and shit, because 
Everybody's like, oh, oh like, you know, his him playing D- Dom Toretto and Shannon's like, you know, he's basically playing Riddick in these movies now. Because, like, if you watch the first Fast and the Furious, like, Dom is fairly uh, energetic and charismatic. You know what I'm saying? Not completely and shit, but, like, he has character to him. Dom Toretto and shit. Now he's just, I don't have friends. I have family. And it's like, that's Riddick. You know what I'm saying? He's just a, a a slightly nicer version of Riddick. I mean, to be fair, I, Riddick is the thing he wants to do. He's made yeah. it very clear. Yeah. It's a matter of, like, basically he has to, like, do Fast and Furious movies to get Riddick movies made. Yeah, like, you know, like, there, there's a reason why when he, he had the chance to do either Fast and Furious 2 or Triple X 2 or Chronicles of Riddick, he chose Chronicles of Riddick above yes. those other two. You know what I'm saying? It's just that he had to come back to the other two and shit. So he can get another Riddick movie made, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he really just wants to play Riddick, yes. you know, which, which makes sense if you know how much of a huge fucking nerd yes. Vin Diesel is, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, he's found a way to where he could just coast, you know what I'm saying? Where Stallone just, you know, like he he you know he comes back in a big way, and then you know he fucks up again, and then it's just like, oh, you know, got to come back and like like you said, and be the artist. And then, like, it, it puts him back in the spotlight, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's relevant once again. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, he does some shit like Expendables 3, and it's like, up. You know, like, go. Well, that's the thing, though. Is, like, I do feel like he honestly could be, like, if he had just stayed an artist his whole career, I think he would have a completely different, much more successful career. Because, again, I think he's actually good. Because, yeah. like, even this movie, which you can very easily, like, pick apart, and like basically it's like it's like i mean it definitely as we mentioned like propaganda like it's definitely fucking like ridiculous and over the top and like silly um but it's also like it's not it's not not well made like it's just like it's like between him and cosmatos um it's just it fucking works like even yeah. knowing those things like even like being somebody who is like keenly aware like it's not like who isn't just spoon fed this shit with a fucking flag of trump as rambo in front of my house like i still enjoy fucking cobra like i it's like so it's like i'm like the anti i'm the antithesis of that but like i still enjoy cobra because i think that like when like i think like sloan i think as an artist is actually a very good artist it's just a matter of he is also a lazy fuck um but um, in this case, like I do like the idea of it, where it's like, because the whole thing was like, there's the fucking um, like tagline of like crimes of disease, he's the cure, and he says that at the beginning of the movie um, with like the first guy, because the basis of the whole thing of the movie is because the reason that I said like uh, presented this as the idea um, was it has an actual slasher in it, like the night yeah, slasher yeah. is very much like it's like they even had to cut down how much slashery shit they did to get an X rating. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, or to get away from X rating. Um, but, like, it's, but at the same time, it's also, like, the whole idea of, like, because um, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, like, they're so close to getting it. Like, because it's, like, the whole point of this movie, like, there's that whole bit of the end, like, as I mentioned, when, like, um, the Night Slasher is, like, going through his, like, whole, like, monologue, and he's, like, they'll call me insane. And I'm just like, but he is insane. Like, he's like, he clearly needs mental help. But, like, you're making it that he is just... Because I, like, I that was the whole thing. I know Brian Thompson 
kept asking for like motivations yeah. or whatever. And Solo was just like, no, he's just fucking evil. Yeah. And I was like, but that's not realistic. Like, so it's like, I think on some level, like it was basically like Stallone knowing his audience and speaking to the fear that actually existed at the time yeah. where it's like the way that crime was like, people were so fucking scared that they needed characters like this and like, like the Punisher and like whatever to like, kind of like, it's the same way kind of, uh, it's kind of, I guess the inverse of what you usually get in horror movies and like slash movies where it's like your catharsis is just kind of going through that fear um, this, I guess, is for the people whose balls are too big to uh, try to go for that catharsis and are just like, no, I just need to, like, I'm very scared, but I don't want to admit that. So I just need to see a tough guy kill all these criminals so I'll feel better about, like, when I drive home tonight that I won't get carjacked and killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, and, and speaking about Brian Thompson, it's like, because he understands there, there, there's more to Night Slasher than, than what it was just like, oh, he's just evil for the sake of being evil. And he's like, no, there's, you know, there's nothing to that. And also, you know, that's, that's, like, that's not realistic. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. That's not, that's not life. Like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Brian Thompson get it, but, like, he was just like, because, like you said, Stallone's a lazy fucking shit. He's like, ah, I don't want to, you know, this guy keeps asking me what's my motivation. Like, eh, evil, now fuck off, you know. So I could sit there and fucking rub on Brigitte Nielsen's booty. Which, you know I mean, I understand. <laughs> right. right, 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 like, you know, <clears throat> and it's funny thing, too, because uh, Shout, Shout Factory released uh, uh, Collector's Edition Blu-ray. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the deleted footage, you yeah. know, that people have been looking for for years. Um, because... I, I had the Shout Factory one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do, too. Um, and uh, because this movie was essentially over two hours, originally. Yeah. You know, and... They cut it down to 84 minutes um, because uh, Top Gun had come out like, what, a couple weeks prior? It was and, around about the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, there and, was going to be because movies at the time like would run forever, whereas now not yeah. so much. Well, I guess Top Gun, the new Top Gun, did run forever, but um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um. It used to be that they, so it was like, so Top Gun, even if it was released, like, however, it was still running in theaters, and they were like, well, we're competing with that, so we need to have more screenings per day, so they cut it down to, like, 84 minutes, but also cut a lot of shit for the X rating they originally got, but. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, it was, like, over two hours, and they cut it down to 84 minutes, because Top Gun was killing it at the time, at the box office. And they were just like, because they weren't worried, like, oh, we got Stallone, who's the biggest star in the world, because this was... Right after 1985, um, and I like to point out that uh, 1985 for Stallone and shit was just the greatest year of his life because uh, he had Rainbow First Blood Part Two and Rocky Four come out at that time. Uh, both grossed over $300 million, which adjusted for inflation to now in today's money would be over $600 million, if I remember correctly. Which means that he had two movies that grossed uh, uh, around $1.2 billion, you know what I'm saying, in, t- in today's money, in 1985, you know, which made him just, like, huge. Like the big, I mean, he was already a huge star, but it made him the biggest star in the world at that time, you know. So, like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you know, the fucking Stallone, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's on top of the world, you know. 
So they they they, they didn't have no worries and shit. So it's like, yeah, we could release a two hour movie starring Sylvester Stallone where he plays a fascist cop. Uh, <laughs> and then Top Gun was like, oh shit, Top Gun is fucking killing it. You know, maybe maybe we need to be worried about this shit. You know, so so they cut it down to eighty four minutes so it could run like a massive amount of times and shit. They could put a massive amount of showings and all that shit. But unfortunately, like you know, that footage just lost. And uh, I mean, I, I, I understand it. It's it. I, okay, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I have heard that there are VHSs that do exist with that hand. shit. Yeah. So like, it's not lost. Like, it's just like it's just like it's just shitty. Yeah. So like, we'll see if there's a way to clean it up. Because like, even like, um, if you recall, uh, which I'm sure you do, um, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Um, they thought all of that shit was gone, 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 gone. All of it was gone. And then a couple of years ago, before they released the box set, they found it. So mm. like, it's entirely possible, and it looks decent for like what it is. Yeah. Um, it was ripped from like a VHS tape. Um, so it's like entirely possible. I mean, that's the same thing with like Nightbreed too, where it's yeah. like they like they were like there was it was gone. It was just it was there's no way we were, it was ever going to see the light of day, and then it did. So, like, we'll see if they, maybe the Cobra stuff sees the light of day at some point. Like, I would love to see it, but... Yeah, yeah most definitely. But um, going back to that Shell Factory disc, uh, Brian Thompson was talking on there, uh, and he said he remembers that uh, Cosmatos told him, like, you could have been good in the movie if you had just listened to me. But, like, he, he makes it known that he didn't want to listen to Cosmatos because Cosmatos was a prick. And I, I've noticed that uh, there are multiple people who have come out that said George Cosmatos was an asshole. Uh, so well, the reason uh, he got work was because he could like basically ghost direct for actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I saw um, an interview with uh, uh, Michael Bean where he was on a what was it Inside of You podcast with uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. And he states on there that Cosmodos was an asshole. Like he said, I've only, I only uh, said a couple words to him. One of them was "Go fuck yourself." You know what I'm saying? Because because he he just didn't like Cosmodos. I was like, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Like <laughs> no one liked George Cosmodos. I mean, well, like uh, clearly Stallone and like people who like could manipulate him did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was Stallone who recommended Cosmodos yes. to Kurt Russell for Tombstone. <laughs> I mean, like the best thing I think that come out of Cosmodos was the fact that uh, he he conceived uh, helped conceive Panos Cosmodos. Yes. Uh, the, the 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 director of Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yep. So it's like, and the fact that um, uh, Panos used funds uh, from Tombstone like residuals that uh, uh, I guess that he now received, being that he's the son of George and shit, who has since passed on. And he used that to fund Beyond the Black Rainbow. So, like, there's that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's like, you know, there's, there's like, you know, we talked about the propaganda, but, like, there's also that irresponsibility of the fact that, you know, you have this uh, psycho killer who obviously has clearly has mental issues, but it's just like they're not willing to go beyond like oh he's just a crazy like evil guy you know which would be fine though i think is like okay if you had just done it like a straight up like jason thing where yeah. he doesn't talk fine like i was just like that's that would be fine the problem is it's, they're trying to make a political point out exactly of it. it's like that's like it's like it's like when they're trying to do this whole thing 
where they're making him into a character, but then they have no fucking desire, clearly, to actually develop that character. Right. And when you have an actor who is trying to develop that character and did develop that character, it actually makes it that much more fucked up because it's like, then it's like, he's, he's not wrong. And whether they intended that or not, that makes, because again, like, it's like watching it now, like, um, it's like, it's, I remember like that when I watched that sequence, when like, he's like fucking about to squeeze the trigger and he's going to kill uh, the Night Slasher in cold blood. Because, like, the Night Slasher is only armed at that point with his knife. Which yeah. is an awesome knife, don't get me wrong. But, like, against Stallone's M16, like, that knife would not be very helpful from a great distance. Um, and so, like, Stallone's about to squeeze the trigger. And I think that as, like, because it's the whole thing is where he's just, like, and they had that line where it's, like, this is where the, the, the law stops, stops and I and start, I start. sucker. Um, and it's like, you're supposed to be like, yay! And I'm just like, oh god. Like, I was just like, like, my the exact opposite reaction. And right. it's like, because of the, it's like, if you had just made it like hero cop chasing like Jason, Michael Myers, whatever, then like, I think that actually would have been better for what they were going for. Because yeah. it's the same thing, like, it's like the thing that um, I remember, um, like Carpenter and like various people have said about uh, Michael Myers, like with this just a straight mask and like he never speaks and blah, blah. It's like, you're presenting all of your fears onto him. It's like whatever you, it's almost like a Rorschach blot, like that mask yeah. and everything, where it's like you, whatever you want to see, you are seeing. It's like whatever is scaring you is what's reflecting back at you. Um, so it's like if they had done that, it probably would have been in their, like what they were going for, very successful. And I will say, to your point of the Top Gun thing, where I was like, so basically it was right-wing movie versus right-wing movie. That's fucking hilarious. Um, but like, um, and I love Top Gun, don't get me wrong, but that is a very fucking right-wing. Um, yeah. But um, but also very gay, so there you go. Um, it's, it, <laughs> it, it, it's both. Um, but um, but no, like, so like, if you had done it in that way, but because they, they do develop, even like the guy at the beginning of the movie, um, the guy who's like robbing, uh, the grocery store, or they, taking the hostages in the grocery store with a shotgun. Um, it's very clear that he is insane, but all of it is going with his ideas about like social Darwinism. And I was like, it's fucking hilarious that you are like this close to understanding your own point, and you're just not getting there. Like yeah. it's like, or 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 if you're not, or if you understand your point, which you probably do, I'm assuming, because you're not a moron. Um, then you're just irresponsibly putting it, like, pushing it to the side. Yeah. And, like, that's worse. <laughs> like, it's like, so it's like, as much as I like the movie, that's the whole thing. It's like, a lot of the ideas contained in the movie are more terrifying than they are intended in a different way. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they see, like, and, and that's, that's the thing where it's like, they're presenting those ideas, but then they mask it under a, a whole shroud of ridiculousness. Yes. Where it's just like, oh well, you know, it's a movie. You know, what I'm saying you can't. Well, like, well, no, well, you're presenting ideas in there that that, that can't be taken at face value. But like, it's just so goddamn ridiculous that you can use that. Oh, it's just a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you taking this so seriously? It's like, and it's like when you open the movie the way you do, 
with that in America. Yeah. There's an armed robbery every 25 seconds. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I always say, like, Stallone forgot one. He should have been like, uh, uh, in America, there's a minority shot by a, a conservative with an automatic <laughs> weapon every 21 seconds. Like, yeah, that's that's the shit we need to be scared about, motherfucker. <laughs> you forgot to mention that one. <laughs> well, I didn't think we were going to get into the next movie, but, like, um, a lot <laughs> of the crime that was happening wasn't necessarily to white people. Like, it was, like, a lot of it was minorities against minorities. minorities yeah. So it's like, that's the even more fucked up thing of it, of it being, from the perspective of basically just being all white people in this fucking cast, is yeah. like, it's just, it's, again, I'm like, you're so close to understanding your own point, or like, if you do understand your point, you're just being a dickhead. Yeah. Like, it's like, you're that close. No, yeah, yeah, you know, like I said, they just, you know, oh, it's a movie, like, you know, uh, don't take it too seriously, and it's like, well, whatever, you know. It's just like you know, the 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 artist hiding behind the art sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like you know, it is what it is. But um, it is a fucking ridiculous movie, um, incredibly ridiculous. Uh, it, it is well made, but it's just like the you know, the, there are some things in there. It's just that I, I just can't help but laugh. Oh, cool. Um, the fucking like I mean, because there, there, there's 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 massive amount of continuity errors in the movie. Um, I guess because like you know they they cut it down so fast because it was ready to go in that over two hour cut, and then like you know they they panicked and then they cut it down exceptionally fast. Cut this out, cut that out, cut that out to get it to eighty four minutes. So there's like uh like where uh Cobra fucking uh pitches out the the Chicanos and shit for no apparent reason other than like he wanted their parking spot. You know what I'm saying, and then like he he rips the shirt well, on one dude. White. You understand he's white, so therefore yeah, yeah. He, he he's entitled to that parking spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I why why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but if you notice that um, he assaults the like the, the Chicano for no reason, like uh, grabs the fucking cigarette out of his mouth and rips his shirt, and there's like an audio wire taped to his chest. That they just left in the movie, like 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 when he rips it, like like it cuts away, like you could just see it, and it cuts away. So it's like, oh, they know this, but then it cuts back to him, like where the, the camera's right in front of him, and like you can see it clear as day. So it's like, so why did you leave that shot in there? So it's like, like because it leaves you with so many questions. Like, is this guy like a fucking? Is he like in a four? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or did you just forget to hide the fact that you know you you were recording dialogue and shit, and you just left that error in the fucking movie? You know, I guess they decided like ah oh, fucking leave it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you leave us with so many questions. Um, there's the fact that uh, in the, the the iconic scene where Cobra eats his slice of pizza with a pair of scissors, um, when he takes uh his clip out of his gun. You see, like they're they're tipped with like uh, blue blue like taper shit or whatever. I don't know. Um, gun nuts could correct me um, <laughs> when when they hear this, but uh, apparently those signify that uh, those are blanks in his gun. You know what I'm saying? Which um, I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying. Like, not gonna have live rounds, but like I was, I'm 
guessing they would have dummy rounds and shit, but they just left them that in the film that he's lo- his gun is loaded with blanks. I mean, to be fair, I didn't know that, so like that, I never questioned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's also during uh the the big chase scene where uh which is which is fucking wild that this 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 cop this this manly macho badass cop is chasing down the prime suspect of of these series of murders with the only witness to these murders in the fucking car with him like they are out in force to kill this woman and he is chasing this guy with her in the car. <laughs> that, that shit don't make no fucking sense. But as he's chasing them, uh, he fucking, like, they, they're going around the corner, and I guess they're at a dock and shit because he crashes into the boat. He goes flying in the air. If you notice, there's a car that's already crashed into the boat because there was a scene cut out where uh, Night Slasher crashed into that boat first. And then fucking uh, Cobra couldn't stop in time, so he crashed and went over him and shit, and they got away. But since they cut that out, is the car is just there? For, there's just a car there for no reason, and then they just cut to Night Slasher getting away, and it's like, oh, like yeah, we got away from this crazy cop. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there's that. Um, there's just like like many moments like that littered throughout the movie and shit because they did a hasty recut job. Oh, of course, to make it shorter. But uh, but like yeah, there's also like just great iconic moments like that where it's just like, uh, I, I guess they have a point with, with like you know the argument where it's like it's a movie because you can't take it seriously because it's just so goddamn ridiculous. It's it's, it's, it's a ludicrous fucking movie, you know. Like just the, the the fact that he eats pizza with scissors is just just insane, you know. I've I've never seen anyone do that. Uh, I've never tried that myself and shit. I've thought about it, but it was just like I'm good with not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's so badass. He eats pizza with scissors. He keeps his gun cleaning equipment in his egg his carton of eggs in the refrigerator. You know he he he, he you know he chews on a matchstick. Uh, I like, I like, <laughs> I just reminded of another part, like about Stallone's politics, where um, Night Slash is about to kill uh, Ingrid in yeah. the hospital, and like you know they don't know that uh, was um, what was uh, the name of the the the, the lady cop who's actually part yeah, of yeah I don't remember her name but yes what's the, the, the Night Slasher's girlfriend <laughs> yeah 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 which which I always thought was a mistake. Um, to reveal her as part of the Night Slasher game, Night Slasher's girlfriend at the beginning, because uh, you know, because then you find out she's she's also a cop. And then, well, like, I guess there, there's another another reveal where um, I guess um, the original version, like even before the whole um, like recutting and everything, um, I don't even know if they even ever shot it. But um, I guess there was a reveal that basically the big, big bad, like basically the oh, guy yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the guy was Monty. his partner. Yeah. yeah. So Which it's like, like, my guess is that might be why that, 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 that survived was like they just like, that was probably there like to, to kind of like throw you off the scent of him. And yeah. then like as they went through drafts and changed that, they just never bothered to change that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I always thought that was a mistake because we we already know that you know she's with night slasher and shit when she gets signed so it's just it makes cobra look like a fucking idiot to be fair they don't at any point 
make you think that Cobra is not a fucking idiot. Like, there is never at any point in the movie yeah, that where is Cobra true. is presented as being extremely intelligent. It's basically that, like, the reason that he wins is by virtue of the fact that, like... He's such a badass. Exactly. Because, I was like, because it's the fucking... Especially because of the fucking 80s, but um, where it's like, Mike makes right. It's because he's he's so fucking tough, and he's so fucking... He's a warrior. So it's like, when it comes down to violence, Cobra's the guy. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like, they at no point dissuade you of the idea that it's like, there's never like, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Frank's brother. Uh, Andy Robinson's character. Um, I always went to Hellraiser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no point when like, they like, are like, he underestimated Cobra. No! Like, he, the only difference is basically there's like, there's the whole time basically like Cobra is basically calling him a pussy, which is fair, but it's like, it's at no point of him basically being like, you're a moron, like you're on the zombie squad, stay on the zombie squad. They at no point fucking dissuade the audience of that notion. <laughs> like, their no. only argument is this guy's a pussy. <laughs> That's really it. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, Monty, like, they, they portray him as, like, you know, this spineless bureaucrat. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but there's the, the one point where, like, uh, <clears throat> Cobra wants to get in on the investigation, you know, and, zomb- and Monty's like, uh, you're on the zombie squad, you should stay there. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is actual police work. This is not jumping through a window. And he's correct. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, because... He's the spineless bureaucrat. He's an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's absolutely 100% fucking right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, oh, like, we, we have to be men and we have to have balls. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's, there's no room in the, in the police department for that, you know, for, for trying to take down criminals, you know, in the right way and shit. We have to shoot them all, kill them all, and ask questions later. You know, That's which the weird is... dichotomy of Stallone where mm-hmm. it's like, I remember, like, when he was, um, like, going to release, I want to say, like, Expendables 3 or 2, and he was like, well, they couldn't find, like, a young uh, actor that was, like, masculine, like, whatever. So, what happened to, like, having a beer and scratching your balls? I was like, sir, you directed staying alive. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like it's... have some fucking self-awareness. <laughs> like, like, dude, you, 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 you are, like, uh, an epitome of a metrosexual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where you just like... Well, he's an artist, and that's fine, but like, why are you overcompensating like this? Like, like, like you know, he, he, like, you know, I love Stallone, but he's a pretty boy playing macho yes, guy. Yes, 100%. Yes. Like, you know, the, the, the man wishes he was a fucking runway model and shit. Have you ever seen him stand, like, you know, for pictures? Like, he, he never stands straight up. He always stands to the side like he's fucking posing. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you're a pretty boy. And, and just, and just, you know, but like you want to play like your fucking old rough and tumble guy and all that shit, and it's like, you know, come on, dude. Which I mean, uh, I get because like, it's even like the whole thing is like he mentioned being like Dirty Harry being like a fucking influence on this movie, and like that's clearly what he's doing. Like this is like he's just doing it in a way that is more subtle than like what Kurt Russell does. Where like when Kurt Russell is playing a badass, he's very clearly channeling like. John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, whatever. Yeah, whereas, you see, like, you see the wink there. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Whereas, like Stallone, there's no wink. <laughs> he's just like he's just like this is my dirty Harry riff, 
And it's just like, but you're not that guy, bro. Like, it's just like, because it's like, God help us all. But like, I do think that at least, because I mean, Gertrude Clint Eastwood is very clearly an artist as well. Mm. But God help us all. There's clearly a part of Clint Eastwood that is that guy. <laughs> so like, I believe it when he does it. Like when Stallone does it, I don't completely believe it. Like even like, that's, like, like, but it's like it's very clear. Even the scene I was talking about at the beginning, where just like the whole like this is where the law stops and I start sucker. It's very clearly like the fucking like. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you punk? Like it's like it's very much the same vibe. It just it's less believable in his case. Like, but it's, it's I mean, like, I, I'm not disparaging the movie because I think again I think the movie is awesome. But like it's all this shit with Stallone. We're just like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I, I guess because it was the 80s and there was like, men will be men. Like, it's just like, yeah, I yeah. guess. But it's just like, it's so stupid. Like, it's just so dumb. Like, it's why I, I always think it's funny when like fucking people are like, get all fucking up in arms about like gender fluidity, fluidity or like transgender or whatever. And it's just like, it's like in my day, men were men. I'm like. Bitch, in the 80s, there was, like, the like, prince, for Christ's sake. Like, it's just, like, it was the biggest star in the world. And that dude had absolutely zero problem fucking walking that line between the yeah. most masculine dude in the world and the most feminine dude in the world. And yeah. that picks way more fucking courage than just being, like, I'm so badass, at least to me. Right, like, you know, the, the actual masculine men and shit had no problem, you know what I'm saying, walking that fine line where it's just, like, you know, you know, guys like Stallone and shit, you know, like, they have to portray this ultra macho male. Like, you know, so it's like toxic, toxic masculinity to being so over the top to the point where it's just absolutely fucking ludicrous. You know what I'm saying? Just completely 100% fucking, like, you know, they're going full-on ludicrous speed in this movie with the fucking masculinity. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm such a manly man. I'm, I'm, the, most, I'm, I'm the most manliest man to ever man in the history of men. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's fucking Cobra. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just like, yeah. I mean, it was the thing I was talking about when we were, we were discussing Predator. You know, ironically enough, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you know what our next movie is, um, that I bring up Predator. <laughs> um, but it's like that was the difference between Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Like Stallone clearly takes himself extremely seriously. Yeah. Like. He he really believes that guy, and it's like with Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, I don't doubt for a second he ever thought like he he's the like this man doesn't believe he's Matrix, John Matrix from Commando no. or the Terminator. He knows Actually, the, this, the best this is... thing I heard was him recently saying like somebody was like giving him shit on Twitter, and he's like, people are always surprised when they find out that I'm more Julius than I am John Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's <laughs> like he that this is bullshit. We're 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 playing. We're acting. This is yeah. you know this is all Uncle Horseshit. Like, you know, that's, you know, that's why I use Predator as, as an example is because it's like, if Stallone had made Predator, he's 100% beating uh, the Predator fair and square in, the, in, the, in that fist fight at the end. He wasn't losing that fight. Like, Schwarzenegger obviously has no problem winning that fight by luck, yeah. pure luck, and showing himself getting his fucking ass whooped. Like, Stallone was probably like, oh, look at him. Like, he's getting beat up by the alien. That would have never been me. No, it's because Schwarzenegger's fucking logical. You know what I'm saying? And he understands this is all bullshit. It's make-believe, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, like, I'm not about to beat a 10-foot-tall space alien in a fist fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. You know, Schwarzenegger has no problem. That's why, 
even though I, I do not like this movie, and it's not because of the fact that he plays a pregnant man in it, it's because it sucks. Um, I do this day, I've never seen Junior, and I never will. Like, yeah, it, it is not good. I have um, no interest. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'm not surprised it was Schwarzenegger who made that movie, because Schwarzenegger has no problem do taking that kind of role where he plays a pregnant man, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, as we've seen, that's just the type of person uh, Schwarzenegger is. Stallone would never, no. would never uh, do a role like Junior, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was too busy doing Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, it's just like, I mean, like, it, uh, I, I, I can see people listening to this and be like, oh, my God, they're dunking on this movie. We're not. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, that thing is like, it's like, well, it's just like my whole thing is like, this is a movie that, like, I, again, I've mentioned, like, m- multiple times. Like, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Yeah. And, like, you have to look at it objectively though like, yeah like, if you, if, like, it's like i think this case with anything that you like like it's like if you like something and you don't put any thought into like what you like about it or why you like exactly. it or anything of that nature then like i don't i i mean i i don't feel like there's any there that's just it's it's weightless there's just like your any argument you make will be pointless and meaningless because it's like at the end like you aren't doing any like you you aren't analyzing this thing and you therefore don't actually know why it's and i hate fucking describing things as art wise good or bad but you don't know why it's good or bad because you don't want to think about it yeah it's like it's like it's like speaking of the the wow toxic masculinity thing which reminds me of like greg fitzsimmons joke where he was just like there comes a time when every young man has to look in the mirror and go am i gay and then either say, yeah, I am, or no, I'm not, or I don't want to think about it. I'm just going to lift weights. Like, it's just like, you have to, like, with, like, a movie like this, I mean, Christ, even, like, fucking We Love, some of the dumbest fucking slasher monster movies ever. But mm-hmm. you you still acknowledge, like, the, like, whatever. It's like, even if it's not necessarily, like, even if things are almost, like, good by accident, it doesn't mean that they're not good like it's like it's just like i i i do enjoy cobra very much like i think cobra is rad i own the fucking blu-ray it's like i'm not in any way shitting on this movie i'm just saying you have to like pick it apart and like understand why it is what it is and why it works because there's a lot of it that does work as a straight-up action movie it's fucking rad as shit yeah like as we had touched on like which is funny because the whole thing was like there's the whole story where this was, they offered Stallone Beverly Hills Cop, and he was like, okay, and he took the script and rewrote it into basically this, and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were like, we're not doing this. And he's like, well, that's what I'm going to do. So we just took it over and made it, and I think, canon. Um, but it's like, as it is, it's kind of a quintessential 80s action movie, which mm. it's fun as fuck. Like, nobody's disputing that. Like we're both we're both stating it's it's really it's a good fucking time. It's action is fucking it's action packed. It's wonderful, but it's also it doesn't it doesn't make it not propaganda. Like the thing I said at the beginning, I was like, you have to kind of acknowledge both sides of that. Where it's like yeah. I don't I hate the people who are like this is propaganda, this is bullshit. As much as I hate the people who are like, it's like they will go the exact opposite direction. I'm like, yeah. no, there is a fucking middle like line to walk. Absolutely. That's the fucking scene line. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like, any any movie you like this, like this, where it's just like, 
is problematic, you know, has problematic elements, so to speak. You know, you have to be able to acknowledge that. You you can still enjoy the fucking movie, but it's just like, you know, just acknowledge the fact that this movie has issues. Like, uh, I, I'm I'm a fan of London Has Fallen. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, it's, I, I think it's a dumb action movie. But it's definitely problematic, and I acknowledge that anytime. You know what I'm saying? Is is like the, the the politics in there and shit are just fucking insane. You know what I'm saying? Especially the the abstract racism in there. Um, but it's like like so you, you you know it's it's not like like you said it's not one or the other. You know you you can still enjoy the movie and shit. You know what I'm saying because it's all subjective. You know I always say this. Film is art, and art is subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's no one clear definition. You know, it's just how you take it. You, you, know, know, what you, get what you, you, you get what you get out of it. Like, it's like yeah. everyone sees the world through their own little keyhole, so you're getting what you're getting out of it. That's why I get it. That's why I hate the fucking good or bad movie thing. Because it's like, yeah. whatever you... If you liked the, the, the thing that everybody else hated, it just means like you had this happen in your life, this happened in your life, this happened in your life, this happened, you saw this, you watched this, you did. You read this, blah, 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 and you got to this point. And other people did not. That doesn't make them right and you wrong or the inverse. Right, right, right. Like, like, like we've 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 stated multiple times. We very do much enjoy this movie, but we're we're going to acknowledge the fact that it has problematic elements in it. Yeah. Like on the opposite side, uh, uh, a most recent example. For some dumb fucking reason. I don't know why. I just felt like it. I rewatched Mile Twenty Two. <laughs> a, 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 a movie I do not like, but uh, I, I have I do acknowledge that there are elements of it I do like, and I'm saying because it's just like you, you know, no matter how the way you look at it, you got to give a movie credit where it's due. Uh, I, I do like the fact that our main hero is an unapologetic asshole in that movie. You know, and like they don't like try to make any like oh like he like I, I think there's like an element in there where they try to say like he's a high, uh he got a high functions uh, level of autism. You know what I'm saying? But like you know like all the other characters, you know they call him a bipolar fuck. He has narcissistic disorder, dissociative disorder. Like he's just an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know that that's their argument with them. Um, and also uh, I like the main villain in there and shit. It's like I, I do not like that movie. But I can acknowledge that there are moments in it, the, the elements of it I do like. Same thing with uh, uh, probably the, the 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 most perfect example is Speed Two, uh, <laughs> which like me and Mac did an episode of it on Cinema Drunkies and shit, and um, like uh, like Mac full on hates that movie. There's there's no redeeming quality of it, and I was like like I I hate the movie too, but I will acknowledge that there's stuff of it I I like. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm just not gonna completely close myself off of a movie and shit, you know. Just because I don't like it in a whole and shit, I I will appreciate some of the things that it does. And I'm saying where it's just like you know, because I'm not a complete asshole. And I'm saying like, oh, you know, because Keanu Reeves didn't come back, uh, this movie sucks and sucks alone and shit. And it's like, no, I'm I, I appreciate this, I appreciate that, I appreciate that. But yeah, this is a film that shouldn't have been fucking made. Because, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's how I, I try to look at movies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, we're, we're like, just because we're, you know, acknowledging, you know, the flaws of this movie and its problematic elements doesn't mean we, we don't like it. We very much like it. You know, when you take it as face value and, you know, and you ignore those problematic elements, you know, it is a Brad action movie. 
However, we can't do that. No, and, and for that matter, like, I think it's like, it was like, the, the very idea of it, I think, is also really interesting, where it's, like, literally the, the, the germ of the idea of taking, essentially, um, an 80s action hero, which is, the, 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 like, one of the biggest genres of that time, and pitting him against um, a slasher movie villain, which yeah. is, like, the other biggest uh, genre of that time. Like, that idea, I think, is fascinating. Like, so it's like, and I do think that both Stallone and Brian Thompson pull off those roles well enough yeah. that, like, that's why I think a big part of why the movie works. It's because, like, that idea in and of itself is fucking delightful. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird that I'm, I'm glad you brought it because uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to bring that up. That it's, it's weird that, like, most of the action heroes, the other, like, you know, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Norris, Van Damme, had this thing where they, did action movies that contain slash movie villains. Like Norris is the most uh, prolific with, he did three movies like that. He did Silent Rage, yeah. which is basically him versus Michael Myers. Uh, Hero in the Terror, which is probably his most well-known uh, version of that. And then he did Hellbound, uh, which is basically him versus a, a demon guy or whatever. Um, Hellbound is, is not very good. Um and it was like the last canon movie ever made and shit. So like they went out on the whimper. Uh, of course, uh, Stallone with this, uh, Schwarzenegger with Predator, which is probably the greatest version of that movie. Um, and then uh, Van Damme with Death Warrant. And like I, I meant to like when when uh, we were discussing that earlier about uh, you know the fact that uh, he's evil for the sake of evil. With like you felt like it would have been better if they just like you know portrayed it as like you know Jason Voorhees type. That's where. Death Warrant excels over this one because that's exactly what they do with the Sandman in there. Yeah. It's just like there's no explanation to why he is the way he is, why this man cannot die, or like like why is he like he's just like fucking like that's the way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like it's it's like a, a cop in prison movie. You know what I'm saying? And then it just has this weird this weird element added and shit where there's like a, a legit slasher movie villain added into as the big bad like the movie has big bads f- for a majority of, for like two thirds of its running time uh in death point where like you know there's this fucking corrupt um legal like you know prison system and shit that are harvesting organs which is a horror movie in itself and then they just add fucking slasher movie villains to the proceedings as like no this is the real heavy of the movie and shit who had nothing to do with the first two thirds of it anyway, you know, which is why I love Death Warrant, you know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and it, it, like, it, it doesn't make sense, but it all makes perfect sense in the spectrum of like, you know, that movie. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to David Goyer, you know what I'm saying, for writing that and just like <laughs> understanding the assignment, like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, we're not, we're not fucking uh, making uh, like, you know, award winning art here. You know what I'm saying? We're making schlock, but it's very well made schlock. But it's like, yeah, like it, it that, that was a weird time where it's just like, and, and like it goes into like you know my my point like what was it, a couple months ago and shit with the action movies and slasher movies are one and the same, and I'm saying where it's just like when it comes to that final confrontation between Cobra and the light slash night slasher where you say he's about to murder him cold blood. There is no real difference between the two. No, it's just like oh he's doing it for justice and it's like no. He's a cold-blooded murderer, just yeah. like the Night Slasher. Exactly. He he literally just went on a, a a slasher movie tirade right before this, where he's murdering his fucking cult yeah. members or whatever and shit, like like where he 
pours the gallon like uh, jug of gasoline on it. Yeah, why is it on fire? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is a gallon? Of, is it open container of gasoline in a fucking uh, whatever the fucking foundry and shit? Okay. Okay, but I will one up you on that question because uh, you're not wrong. But uh, I know I'm not. <laughs> you no, know, that, that's 100% correct. Um, but you got to take that one step further. Um, why is the hero of like the, the yeah, air quotes the hero of the piece um, who has a gun? <laughs> like, why is his murder method so brutal? <laughs> no, like, like to, to add to that, to top that off, his murder of the Night Slasher, where he murders the Night yeah. Slasher, is like I, I've noted is one of the most brutal fucking. Uh, deaths of a villain in movies. He puts him on an in, he impales him on an industrial hook and sends him slowly into a fire and watches him burn to death. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If if that not the mark of a slasher movie villain, I don't know what is. No, yeah, you're 100 correct. Like like and that fucking hook is fairly dull. So you know that shit hurt, but it doesn't matter because the nice slasher was a bad guy, and it's like, yeah, yeah, get that motherfucker, yeah. And it's like, this is horrific. Yes, <laughs> as he screams. Ah, ah, ah. and, and I would like to, I would like to even go a little bit further. Is that after this horrific scene, like literally, like not five minutes later, you have Stallone and Bridget Nielsen. With the wind in their hair on a motorcycle to the jauntiest pop tune you've ever heard in your life. Exactly. Like, it's just like, ah, whatever. You know, uh, I just brutally murdered so many people. I set people on fire. I impaled them and then set them on fire. You know what I'm saying? And then just like, come on, baby, let's go. You know, <laughs> vroom, vroom. Like, you know, like, dent, the dent, dent, like, as the wind blowing in the hair and shit. And it's just like, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like to to us, it's it's just one of the most brutal murders ever committed on celluloid. To to Cobra, it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and now for our second film, it is the uh, immortal classic uh, from the early. Because I guess yeah, we went from the eighties to the early nineties um, in Predator Two. Uh, Stephen Hopkins' wonderful uh, Predator 2, which is funny because, like, um, I guess at the time, everybody was like, and I guess this is still a thing because people, like, I, I remember, like, people in, like, recent years still being, like, um, like Predator 2 sucks. Predator 2 is awesome. Like, I don't know. I yeah. I would I, I would argue it's at least as good as the first one. Like, I like them about equally. I mean, granted, I think Predator in general is, like, a really consistent franchise. Everybody shits on uh, Predators and the Predator. I like those, too. So, like, yeah, I do. Yeah, so like I guess if like if you actively hate those, then my opinion on two is probably worthless to you. That's fine. Um, but like I don't know. I really I think it's funny is like I mean I've also heard two different things of why or why Schwarzenegger isn't in it. Where it's like the one that I'd heard where like basically they didn't offer him enough money, which is funny because I'm just like I don't know if you see like because okay. The way that I can see this movie was supposed to be was that basically, like, uh, Gary Busey's character was supposed to be Dutch. And yeah. when Stallone, or when Schwarzenegger said no, they were like, okay, we'll just make it a random character. Um, so if that's the case, I don't know how much money 
<laughs> that was really worth anyway <laughs> um, to play that part. Um, but the other thing that I heard was that he said it was a bad idea taking it out of the jungle and bringing it into mm. the city. And I was like, see, I disagree. Like the thing when I, when I was a kid, I always thought that was really cool because like I have never seen a jungle in my life. Um, but I've been to the city. I've been to many cities. So like the idea of a monster there is terrifying. And yeah. like, so it's like my whole thing with like the with Predator 2 is always just like, it is that much more um, kind of, I mean, I guess it's less overtly scary maybe in terms of like the way it's approaching um, the storytelling because the first one is yes, an action movie, but it's an action movie that is like, it's almost like you. It's like it's like the the, the action movie is a trench coat around yeah. a fucking horror sci-fi movie. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's the, that's that's what we were talking about when we discussed the first one. Yeah. Was what I, I, I stated. It's a slash movie and action movie clothing. Yeah, where it's like you know, like Aliens is the opposite. It's an action movie and a monster movie uh, clothing. Um, but uh, yeah, with Predator Two and shit, I I routinely go back and forth of which one I prefer more. Uh, this or, or the first predator, and it's like uh, I, I viral um, when I, when I posted the the ending to this movie where all the predators show up, and I was like, yeah. this this is my favorite moment in the Predator franchise is where like you know, uh, Harrigan played by the great Danny Glover is surrounded by like gets surrounded by all the predators, and like that that's my favorite moment in the entire not just in the movie but in the entire franchise, and I noted how. Uh, I, I when I was a kid, I preferred Predator Two. Uh, even though I love the first Predator, I preferred Predator Two. And like, I had people like, "What? You're nuts!" Like grown adults calling me a child crazy for liking Predator Two over Predator. And uh, apparently, like, could like, and yeah, like, um, I remember when the Predator came out, and they were listing like, you know, like Rotten Tomatoes. Like, who who really cares? But like, someone listed like like how they're all rated on Rotten Tomatoes and uh Predator 2 was had a very low rating and that was the first time I had discovered that there are people who who don't dig Predator 2 I mean it, it, I know when it came out that the the credit like the the critics were not kind to it um yeah. which I do think is weird cuz like, I to be fair I've never read like the reviews of the original really either but I was like it's like the thing I was saying where it's just like this is kind of everything you want from a sequel. So I feel like if you liked the first one, I don't understand how people dislike this one, other than the fact that they changed the setting and they changed um, yeah. the way, like, the, the characters are. Because, like, I mean, like, the first one, it's, like, obviously, like, the manliest men of all time. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, it's Danny Glover, who is, like... I mean, I, he's definitely, like, there's a, there, he's, he's a man. He's a masculine... Capital M, man. He's a masculine fella. Yeah. Um, and you could also argue that, like, um, Bill Paxton character is, like, pretty, like, overtly masculine, but he's, like, much more, like, funny, like. Yeah, they, 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 they even call him the lone, uh, the lone ranger. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Because he's such a fucking cowboy, like, manly man. But, like, you know, he, he's definitely, like, the comic relief, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Um. But then, like, yeah, like, like, Maria Conchita Alonso's character is like I mean I guess like in a lot of ways she's almost like the most masculine of the group. Yeah she uh, is. Um, so like 
it, so it's like I and I guess that probably um, that probably uh, upset some people. Uh, you know, hate women. Um, but um, it's like I don't know. For me, it's like I feel like if you like the first one, I don't know why you wouldn't. Because it's, like, it's like I also think the other thing that this movie has going for it is, um, as I mentioned, Stephen Hopkins directed it, and yeah. he was really young at the time, and um, like his early work, even though. Uh, Green child. Um, <laughs> um, there, there was like there was definitely like um, a unique quality to it, and really interesting quality that I think he brought to the direction. That and I'm not in any way disparaging what John McTiernan did with the first one because it's great. But John McTiernan like was very clearly like an old hand uh, and is very confident in what he was doing. And Stephen Hopkins being so young. Um, brings different energy to this movie, which I think is actually really interesting because um, it feels much more like chaotic, which it's supposed to. Like, it's, like so that's the thing is like I do love. Um, <laughs> it's the future, 1997. <laughs> yeah. Um, where it was like gangs, open warfare in the streets and shit, um, and like all of that shit because of the way that um, Stephen Hopkins directed it it feels very like chaotic and urgent and like it, it, it's, it actually almost kind of makes it feel scarier than a lot of the stuff even in the first movie by virtue of the fact that like it, again, it feels like it could really happen. Um, but yeah, so like I think Stephen Hopkins direction really brings it to life. And I do think that like the cast is fucking great and that definitely helps a lot. But also, as I said, like, it's just like, it's just doing what a sequel should do where it's like, oh, you liked this about that movie. So we're going to give you more of that. And they, yeah. and it's great. <laughs> now. Yeah. Like uh, also to add to that, um, our, our friend, uh, vice Victus has stated that, um, everything you like about the, the predator mythos, comes from this yeah. movie. Yep, yep, yep. You know, yeah, like, you know, so it's like, you, you know, shit, like, you know, the backstory, the Predators, and, and, like, what they do and all that stuff, it comes from Predator 2. So, like, how can you truly hate it? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, if, like every, everything comes back to this one. <clears throat> but, like, also, like, what, what I think is that why Stephen Hopkins was the best person to make this movie is because it's almost as he has an understanding of the material. Yes. Not not to say that John McTiernan did not understand the material. Yes. But like he he gives it a nice sheen where it's like you could almost take that movie seriously, which is like when when you basically like what we said it's a slasher movie and action movies clothing like people like what you know what I'm saying like is I I don't buy that where this one there's there's no pretense that it's it's anything other than schlock. You know, like like I said, Maria Conchita Alonso is there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> and, and like you know, uh, I think Leonard Moulton said it was like uh, when he stated that uh, he did a review of Surviving the Game, and he said that the the only cast member to me, missing that would make this the ultimate schlock action class the cast was Maria Conchita Alonso. <laughs> You know, Which, so you know her what? presence I'm not gonna here. Lie to you, she was she would have been a welcome addition to that film that I like. So like, yeah, no, that'd be, that would have been fine. I would have been okay with that. I would have backed that decision. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. So it's like, like, so we we definitely have prime action schlock cast in here. But um, I, I did want to take a minute out to, to talk about the the casting of Danny Glover as the lead hero. Um, 
where because I've seen many people argue that he is miscast in the movie as a lead hero, which I vehemently disagree with. I think Danny Glover as uh, the hero of the movie, Detective Mike Harrigan, is fucking great. Oh, no, he feels like a real person, too, which is nice. Because, like, that thing is, like, I do love the original, and I love the cast, but, like, they all feel like fucking, like, superheroes. (laughs) And then it's like, this, they all feel like real people. Yeah, yeah. Especially him, like, you know, because the way they open the movie is, like, it's a time of chaos in the future. And he feels like a cop dealing in, you know, a chaotic cop in a chaotic time. He's always yelling and cursing. The, the man's favorite word is fuck. You know what I'm saying? You can blame him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's always yelling at his superiors and all that shit, you know. That the way, like, in comparison to, uh, like, we just talk about Cobra, where, like, Cobra, like, he, he's always pissed off at his superiors, but he's, like, he's always doing it in monosyllabic uh tone of voice you know what i'm saying like uh like like oh yeah like cobra just wants to get in so he could kill the bad guy like you know nobody asked you money you know what i'm saying <clears throat> uh uh glover's harrigan is like a motherfucker <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like like when he's arguing with uh uh you know real life piece of shit robert davi um <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know anything about Robert Dobby, so okay, that's fine. I just knew him as an actor, but okay. No, 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 no. He he is full on uh, Q. Um, okay. Yeah, he 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 was the guy who directed a uh, uh, was it My Son Hunter? Oh the God! Hunter, okay. The, uh, starring, <laughs> uh, yeah, he did uh, starring. Um, uh, all time great, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the only, the only, I think the fucking they were, the, they were missing Kevin Sorbo and Dean Kane in that movie. <laughs> but it was like you know they had Gina Carano, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, he's gone full on fucking Q right wing Trump shit. Um, that's why I like real life piece of shit. Um, um, and like uh, he's a superior fucking uh, like. I, I love that moment where him and Danny Glover are arguing and shit. He tells him, he's like, I should engage, motherfucker. He chases him down trying to fight him and shit. I was like, yeah, that that feels like a, a like a, a real life thing. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And you know, your superiors are telling you to chill the fuck out. And it's like, I mean, it, it does, it has to be said, like, you know, it, it kind of ties in with that, uh, what we were just talking about with Cobra, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know what I'm saying? Like, could this be called propaganda? Probably. You know what I'm saying? But, like, there's a fucking, a giant alien monster on the loose and shit, so it's like, we can't really take any of this fucking movie seriously. I was gonna say, like, I was like, it's it's weird. I don't really feel like this is, like, propaganda, just in the sense that, like, I do They're not making a statement. No, yeah, it's 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 mostly just like it's basically just like humans versus aliens. <laughs> like it's not like it's like fucking like it's yeah no, it's not like it's like fucking Cobra where it's just like you're talking about like crime. It's the case of this where it's just like it's how the predator recognizes prey. Like it's not yeah. like it's like fucking um, a situation of like where it's like <laughs> it's anything to do with like. Um, whether or not the criminals are 
right or wrong or mentally ill right. or it's, just, it's like it's like literally it's like it's like ah they're good at killing so therefore i can hunt them <laughs> right right like it's 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 the vice has said it best was like predator movies are are best when they're 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 acting as one movie and then a predator shows up yes you know with this one is like you know cops versus bad guy movie it starts off as such and then a predator shows up but like it, this works better than like something like Cobra because it's like 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 I said they're they're not, not making a statement. There's no statement to be made in here. It's like oh like the gangs are out of control because the the courts keep letting them go and shit. It's like yeah, there's a fucking crazy gangs and the cops are fighting them, and then the predator shows up. So all that shit goes out the fucking window. Like you know Danny Glover is not going on big speeches like oh you got to tell it to the judge. You know. It's like, <laughs> Like this is the bullshit we're we're stuck with at the moment. Like you know we're doing our job as best as we can and shit is whatever, you know. So it's like I I don't know if like you, you could really state this as pure propaganda and shit. It's like the 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 only thing is like the cops are the heroes and that's it. Yeah, you know. But, I but think that's like, also like that's also a weird thing where it's like I don't necessarily think that because cops are heroes there's some something. It's my whole thing is like um what people call like <laughs> propaganda. I was like. I feel like you vastly misinterpreted that film. <laughs> like, it's like, the cops are pretty shitty. Uh, the criminals are shittier. Yeah. The one person who is not is RoboCop, who happens to be a cop, but he is also <laughs> a fucking robot. So it's like, what they're saying is not like, cops are great. It's the opposite. We're just like, Cops are worthless. Criminals are shitty. Here is Robot Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and like the, the 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 like and there's been that argument that RoboCop is cop again. And it's like the cops try to murder him. <laughs> yes. Halfway through the movie. Yeah. So it's like like even the cops are shitty to our fucking hero in the movie. Like how is that propaganda <laughs> where the cops suck just as much as the criminals do in RoboCop? You know what I'm saying? So miss me with that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's the same thing in here. It's just it's like you know, Har Harrigan is is not has any pretense of just like you know. Uh, like, uh, uh, you know, they're working against me, the government, you know, uh, trying to put the criminals away. He's just a guy doing his fucking job, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, and then a giant fucking alien shows up and start killing his team off and shit. So he's got to fucking hunt the alien down, you know, and, and, and that's it. That's the movie. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no, like, you know, it, it's more interested in, uh, that than anything else and shit. And, you know, that's just the way to be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're making schlock here. We're not making uh, any kind of political statement like, like fucking Cobra was. You know what I'm saying? We're just, you know... It's a guy fighting a giant alien, like you know who just. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a fucking monster movie. Like it just, yeah. it just so happens to be the guy fighting the monster is a fucking cop. Yeah. It's not like it's fucking like yeah. It's not like it's fucking like making any statement. No, just like the. Although I do think the thing that I do think is fucked up is um when they talk about the design of the uh, predator in this movie. Um, the thing that I remember hearing Stan Winston saying, um was making it more urban and more hip. And I was like, I feel like you're saying black without saying black. Like, I yeah. feel like that's what you're doing right now. Like, this makes me uncomfortable that you said this is this way, Stan Winston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, yeah, yeah. 
you know, it's 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 it, it, that is weird, <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, um, it is what it is. You know, say it was a different time and shit. You know, and they didn't know how to come across. I mean, like you know, there is that uncomfortable factor. And it's just like exactly how how do we say like we're trying to make our bad guy like hip and urbane? You know, what I'm saying so to speak and shit without coming outside. Like yeah, we try to you know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we're trying to make him more hood, basically is what, is, is what you're saying. You know, is that uncomfortable factor? But you know, I, they pulled it off and shit. Like, but uh, I, I would say like they pulled it off because you have Kevin Patrick Hall returning as the predator, uh, with the main predator because he 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 also appears as uh, the elder predator in um, the the climactic sequence of the movie when they all show up. Um, I also like the fact that uh, in that scene, because uh, they was like. You know, Kevin Kevin Patrick Hall was uh, Kevin Peter Hall. My bad. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I got I got Patrick in front of me. That's why. <laughs> Kevin Peter Hall, like he's seven foot four, and it's like we need more tall guys. You know what I'm saying? We need more tall guys to play predators. So Danny Glover just called his homies at the the, the, the Lakers. Like, hey, any of y'all want to come in and play predators and shit for like a, a day or two? They were like, sure, and it's like the the the, the, the illest shit ever. You know what I'm saying? It's like he just asked the Lakers a favor. You know what I'm saying? And they just like, yeah, yeah, we'll help you out, yeah, Danny Glover. Yes, Murph Hall, we'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like the the fact that you know you're, you're shooting a movie where some of the Lakers are dressed up as predators is fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? But um, well, I will say though, speaking of the ending, the one thing I will say with Danny Glover um being like the predator, like the one thing I do think holds this movie back a tiny, tiny, tiny bit is um like the way that they do the whole predator versus um like hero thing throughout the movie is very similar in the sense that like Dutch isn't necessarily um like beating it or anything as much as he's just kind of like trying to survive exactly i think that's that's perfect way to put it um which is very true of glover in this but like when they do the final fight um it does feel like almost even like i mean schwarzenegger is unmatched yes but it's like it feels like it's like a really, it's like it's like Apollo versus Rocky, like it's like whatever, like where it's just like it's like he outmatched, but like you could like it's still believable. Whereas when you put Danny Glover's character versus the Predator, it doesn't like it. The reason like I feel like that that finale is like over quick, is because like the longer it goes on, the less realistic it is that Danny Glover wins that fight. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that fight is like over so fast, and it's like such a kind of like short climax that kind of bums me out. Yeah. But like really, that's really like kind of my only thing about Danny Glover being the predator is I feel like that was the one thing that they ran into. Um, yeah. But like I do like him otherwise, and I do like think this movie is great. I just that's the one part that bums me out. I'm pretty sure that's why they handicapped the predator by having him having him cut his arm off. Yeah. So like the, the predator only has one arm during the final fight. So it's like that's why they're evenly matched. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like. I mean, you can't say Harrigan is at 100% because he's been chasing the Predator through fucking climbing down buildings and, and, and fighting him, so to speak, so far. You know, so, so to speak. But uh, 
Predator is missing an arm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why they're quote unquote evenly matched because like if I, I, I'm pretty sure if Predator had both arms, Harrigan is fucked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know? So it's just like, that's where like, like we, we got to make this even. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, we cut the Predator's arm off and then throw it down the tall building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to never be seen again. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I love I love Danny Glover in the film. I love Maria Conchita Alonso because she like like you said she's she's the most masculine person in the movie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we first introduced her in the shootout uh, that opens the film, but also when uh, she's fucking introduced to Bill Paxton's character Jerry, the Lone Ranger, she she fucking grabs his balls and squeezes. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it, uh, also, um, you have uh, Ruben Blades in this movie. Uh, my mother's all-time favorite singer. Um, he was a singer. Yeah, I genuinely did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, he was a singer before he was an actor. That's that's why he became an actor because he was so popular. Uh, he was such a popular singer. Um, I actually met him once, and uh, I got a, a, a autograph um, from my mother from him. Uh, and she, uh, she still has, it's still up, uh, in my parents' bedroom to this day. She, she put it up like, uh, where she had her little office area. She had like a, um, a blackboard kind of like pin board, mm-hmm. um, where the, the, the autograph from Ruben Blades still sits. Um, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, it, he's the, he's the one element, like I'm not saying I don't like Ruben Blades as an actor. I think he's a fine actor. But it's like, you know how we were saying, it's like, when we were discussing the first Predator, where it's just like, each one of them feels like they could have been the star of their own action movie. It's like, I, I have a hard time buying Ruben Blades as a star of his own fucking cop action movie. You know, so I, I, I don't, like, I could buy Maria Conchita Alonso fucking shooting motherfuckers up and punching people. Of course, Bill Paxton. Uh, Danny Glover has done multiple cop movies and shit where he's fucking people up. Um... Ruben Blades. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think you're, you're a very good actor. Uh, damn fine singer. Because I've heard his music played like all throughout my childhood. Um, but uh, I, I don't buy him as a, a badass cop, really. You know what I'm saying? That's not a dunk on him. It's just, you know, it's my... Well, no, I mean, I also think that's just like the thing of like... <laughs> the whole thing of like um, the original Predator is it's... I actually think, which they kind of revisit in... Um, actually the next two predator movies um where it's very much like um this team of ultimate badasses uh versus the predator whereas like this one is slightly more realistic in terms of like it's danny glover who is like it's like like he's tough and he's not stupid by any stretch of imagination but, like, he has um, Ruben Blades' character there um, to be, like, kind of his, like, the one that thinks well, things through. He's not, he's not, he's not a hothead. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah, he's the voice of reason. Exactly. It's, like, so, like, they all have, like, they all have roles, but it's, like, a different way of presenting that mm. than, like, in the original and, like, the subsequent Predator movies where it's just, like, they all have different roles, but they're all, like, this is our demolitions expert. This is our, like, whatever. It's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like Jesse Ventura with his minigun. Like, whatever. Um... So it's like, I do see your point, 
at the same time, I also feel like it, it never bothered me because it feels like a real team in a yeah. way that like it doesn't in the others, which I don't, I'm not shitting on those. I love all of the movies, but like um, all of them are kind of like GI Joes in the other ones. Whereas like in this one, it feels like a real like unit, <laughs> like yeah. like trying to solve crimes. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, it was, it was, this, this was something I said when Prey came out where it's like, like you know, saying like I, I thoroughly agree with um, uh, Vice, where he said like you know the Predator movies are best when like they're they're one movie and then a Predator shows up, but I also think Predator movies are best when uh, it it they acknowledge the fact that the movie's literally about two hunters, like yes. you know, uh, in the first one it's you know the Predator and Dutch, you know, saying the team is just basically the entire team the rest of the team is secondary because eventually it's going to come down between these two I mean, hunters. if you really break it down it's basically like a slash movie it's yeah. a body count <laughs> yeah like with schwarzenegger being the final girl so yes. to speak yes. um that, that that's why i'm saying i love about the first part of which i was dating in our discussion where it's like to me the film is just like two thirds of the movie is just basically a one long prelude to the climax of the movie, and that's where the movie actually begins because we're we're being led to this point where Dutch and the Predator are going to have their final confrontation. And here it's the same thing, you know. what I'm saying we're literally just like you know we get the nice team dynamic because that's a large part of why these movies work is the team dynamic, but it's essentially Dutch is going to be Harrigan versus the Predator at the end. And that's essentially what he's waiting for. Um, to me, uh, I like Predators, uh, I, and I, I, I like the Predator. I like the Predator more than Predators because, to me, where Predators' fault is that it's too much of a remake of the first one. It, it follows it a little too closely, where it's just like you just wanted to remake Predator, Robert Rodriguez. Like let's let's to be clear. Um, well, to be fair though, I will say the thing is that Rodriguez's uh, thing was uh, he wrote two scripts. One of them I've never even read. But I know, like, um, one of them did involve um, bringing back um, Dutch and Danny Glover's character of Harrigan. Harrigan. Yeah, versus the Predators. And, like, I was, like, so, like, I I think it's less that he wanted to remake Predator as much as he wanted to do, like, kind of, like, an ultimate fucking Predator movie. Yeah. And that just didn't kind of work out 100% the way he intended. Yeah. And then, like, uh, with the Predator, like, we know that there was, you know, studio politics and shit that you know kind of fucked that movie over because they did have a larger idea with, with a great expansion on the mythos fred decker has went into this uh thoroughly on, on his facebook page uh there there are posts that he did deleted he did delete because uh he kind of went in on uh the studio 20th century fox which is now you know yeah where like they did they asked for like a, a large portion of the movie to be reshot, you know what I'm saying? Because like, oh, like it's a Predator movie, we need a hunt, and it's like, yeah, we're like him and Shane Black felt that they were beyond that, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, we want to expand the mythos of the, like, you know, we want to get into the, like, you know, this culture, you know what I'm saying, of like these aliens, and they was like, oh, we're not concerned about that, you know what I'm saying? So you basically just got like, you know, this third act where it's just like, it just turns into a hunt like you know what i'm saying because like it's a predator movie you have to have hunting going on like the predator has to hunt the good guys and like they like they survive majority of the movie just to get wiped out like that 
in the third act of the movie in the climax climactic like a lot of them just die for no fucking reason at all and shit it's just like uh, he's dead and now he's dead and now he's dead. like what the fuck is happening you know uh and like he he ex- like fred decker explained like exactly what they were doing like you know saying that like the good guy predators that you know that were there and, you know edward james almost character who was a part of it you know what i'm saying it's just like it's like that's the movie i wanted to see like i i suggested that um they should take that script and like change it and like make it like a a a, a legacy sequel to Robo War, sorry Red <laughs> Brown, and call it the Robo War. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and just like get Red Brown back. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and, and just do it like that and shit, so we can actually see what the fuck you guys intended because Disney is definitely not releasing that uh, original cut of the movie. Like Shane Black had asked, like, yeah, we could do two versions. Like, we could release two cuts: Predator AM and Predator PM. You know, the AM being the original cut and PM being the. And they were like, no, we're not putting any more money into this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you fucked us over. You might as well. You know what I'm saying? But it's what it is. But it's like those two, um, kind of lost sight of that because they make it all about the team dynamic. It's like the team is the most important thing, and it's like, no, it's supposed to be about. I mean, it's not supposed to be, but, like, I think it works best when, you know, it's about two hunters, like, slowly, like, you know, hedging toward their big confrontation. Yeah. 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 You know, which is what Prey understood greatly because it made it exactly about those two hunters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there is a theme that I mean, but it's slight. You know what I'm saying? Because it understands, like, no, it's about her and it, you know, the, the Predator, you know what I'm saying? And that's the, how the movie's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, to, to me, it's like, you know, I stated, like, the Predator, like, Predators and shit, but it's like, Prey is the, the, the one that truly understands what makes Predator 1 and 2 work best, and it's that, you know? But um, with Predator 2, it's like, that's what I was saying at the top was why I, I think Stephen Hopkins was the best one for the job because he understands, you know, like, yeah, we're essentially making a, a slasher movie. It's, it's a monster movie, but it's also a slasher movie. Like the, the first one was, but the first one, like, you can't really get that because McTiernan put a nice sheen on it where Stephen Hopkins has no, like, fucking, he's, you know, who cares about that? You know what I'm saying? We're making monster movies here. You know what I'm saying? We're making bloody glory, gory slasher movies here. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what the fuck he makes. It's, it, but like, you know, he, he's an incredible stylist and shit while the movie looks damn good and shit. But he's essentially making, you know, uh, a slasher movie here. And, and I think that's what's wonderful about it. I think that's why, like, it, it probably appeals to me you know, at times a lot more than the first Predator does, even though I, I, I go back and forth to which one I like more. But it's just like, it, it has that, you know, unmistakable slasher movie aesthetic to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and obviously, you see how much I love slasher movies because we do this show. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that that appeals to you know to that section of my brain that just loves slasher movies. Well, the thing about the pirate movies in general is I think that they do a really good combination of like monster movies and slasher movies. Yeah. So it kind of scratches both issues simultaneously. Yeah. Because um, that was the whole thing is like it definitely structurally it's very much it's very similar to slashers, but like it also is one of the best monster designs maybe ever in terms of like the way like the Stan Winston designed the Predator 
And like, um, just like the fact that like the way that like they, they managed to combine those two things is like what makes it work for me. And I, I think it's, I think that's also what like kind of works for Stephen Hopkins. I think that's the thing that Stephen Hopkins did really well was, as you said, like the um, the aesthetic of it. Um, but like I think that's also just him approaching it as somebody who grew up on probably I mean because he was in his like I think late twenties at this point when he made uh, this. Yeah. And so, like, so he was definitely somebody who, at that point, because this was the early '90s, um, who had like uh, grown up on slasher movies and like whatever. So, like, I think he was also coming from a different perspective than McTiernan was. Yeah, like, McTiernan was coming from a guy who grew up on like jungle movies, like, um, like with like Humphrey Bogart and like um, westerns and like whatever. So that was kind of what he was doing. And yes, he also grew up in monster movies, and like yes, he understood how slash movies worked, which is why Predator works the way it does. But yeah. the reason that like Predator Two works the way it does, I think, is because you have somebody who came up in the genres that it's most closely aping when they were in their kind of prime. Um, so he understands them on a very kind of fundamental level. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. Um... I also appreciate him because uh, he's the only one that gives Predator... Or, I mean, not until uh, Massacre, uh, the, the train sequence and yeah. shit. With... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's been noted that uh, the Predator is attracted to heat and conflict. And um, anyone holding a weapon, he sees as fair game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is you know the the the, the far future of 1997 <laughs> so it's like you know and and like you know crime is rampant throughout the city so it's like the, 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 i love it with like these these gang members on the train where uh uh Jerry and uh Marie Kinchi Alonso's character um whose name is escaping me at this point um they're on the train they see like these gang members fucking with passengers and uh like they they go in there to stop it and shit and almost Everyone on the train pulls out weapons. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like they, like they, they, they were definitely making a comment there because there's that one fucking guy who looks like Bernie Getz. You know what I'm saying? Who, I don't know how to use this thing. I don't know how to use this thing. And then like mine's bigger than yours. And then everyone pulls out. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> saying. And then the predator shows up. Like like it, like it's, oh it's like they they have like a little section that's like a death wish movie. And then a predator shows up and then fucking murders everyone. <laughs> I should note that um uh 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 great friend uh Mac the All Star, shout out to Mac, um doesn't really like this. I mean it's not that he doesn't really like the sequence, he doesn't like the capper to the sequence where it's just the predator and Jerry by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, where Jerry decides like, you know, to hold the predator at bay as like, you know. Marie Kachita Alonso gets the rest of the passengers out, you know, uh, uh, out of the way. Uh, and he's like, hey, over, like, he literally goes out the same way he does in Aliens. You know, <laughs> hey, over here. Yeah, that's right. Come in, get it. And he, like, he's firing at, at the Predator and it's doing nothing. But, like, there's one moment where, like, he's reloading and he goes, yeah. And Mac was just like, that's creepy. Why does he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Like, 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 like he's he, like he feels like he's like fucking like he's sexually aroused <laughs> by his confrontation with the predator on the on this dark train. Oh, I'm sorry, was, <laughs> that, was that was that unimplied? Was that I was supposed to get that implication? 
Like, 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 the sexual like, tension like, between the Predator and Bill Paxton was very strong. Was that was that I getting that? Like, like, uh, Where aren't you? <laughs> he wants to have glorious sex with the Predator. You know what I'm saying? But it, I, I personally love that sequence. This is like arguably one of, if not my favorite moment in the movie and shit. That that moment was rewound many, many times as a kid. You know. I just, I just love like the, the ending to it and shit where it's just like a come on motherfucker, let's dance. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he gets brutally murdered. Um he he gets brutally, brutally murdered by uh the predator, unfortunately. Like also it's fucked up too and shit. Well like, I do uh, love like that little bit, like um this is just like you'll never hear it but there's like a bit in like a song by like kill whitney dead where like they um basically just like the song is kind of like just one long breakdown with um like like a action movie um samples in it and it's like when that's why now whenever i hear like bill paxton character like it's like come on motherfucker let's dance i can only right. think of the breakdown that's about to follow that it's like in my head it's just like, dun, 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 just like i was just like god damn it the breakdown didn't happen bill paxton's just dead i'm just sad now yeah yeah, that is true. And then, not only is he dead, but then we get to see where the Predator rips his skull and spinal cord out of his body. Uh, like, you know, because Harrigan goes down the, the tunnel uh, searching searching for him and shit because his body's missing. And then he turns the corner right to see as it happens. Is like, oh, Jerry! You know what I'm saying? And then you see, like, the fucking lifeless body with the head and, you know what I'm saying, the spine ripped out and all that shit. Um, which leads to like the, the most iconic moment in the movie where the Predator uh, seeming has Spider-Man abilities. <laughs> where he, where, like, there, there's really nothing for him to grab onto. He's just fucking scaling the building, and it's like, I, I, I didn't know the Predator had you know Spider-Man powers, you know. And then like he stands on top I mean, of the to building. Be fair, I mean, they don't really show the way that he like scales trees in the first one, so it's not like technically outside of the realm of possibility that they could have like. Spider yeah, but I, yeah, but I I've climbed many trees in my youth, you know, with a, without a problem and shit. They're just easier to grip. I've never climbed a fucking building in my entire life, you know, what I'm saying because I I just don't have Peter Parker. Uh, I wasn't bitten by a radioactive spider like Peter Parker was, so I can't do this. So I'm guessing the Predator was at some point because he's just like fucking like, ugh, 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 ugh. Well, like maybe he like uh. Uh, he he had um um the powers of Orm from uh in the story too, and he was just wishing for another thing to grab and another and another and another, which is the dumbest fucking thing. Why, why did he just wish for them one at a time? I I wish for things so I could climb up all the way to the end to just appear. That's one fucking wish, Bastion. <laughs> one fucking wish. I wish for another. I don't, yeah, Bastion, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> Like that, that, he deserved to lose his fucking memory uh, and everything at the end of Never Ending Story Two. Come on, why? You're, you're like, you're, like, absolutely the worst fucking person to give Orin to <laughs> was fucking Bastion because he wasted those wishes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what was like? I'm about to go on the spiel on fucking Never Ending Story Two. <laughs> <laughs> like. Where, where he's fighting the giant monsters and he I wish for a spray can. Like why? <laughs> like <laughs> oh, so I could like so because he, he could spray their eyes and it's like, why don't you wish for like a Gatling gun, you stupid little <laughs> fuck you? You know what I'm saying? 
No wonder, no wonder, fucking uh, uh, the Flash was making fun of you at the beginning of the movie and shit. The, the John Wesley Slip play his play his dad in Never Ending Story too, which is my own made the Flash reference. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, the Predator climbs the building, he scales the building, and then stands on top of the roof, and then gets struck by lightning, and is just completely fine. And like it's a cool, like it's a cool visual. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's the only reason for its existence. Is like, yeah, he's, he's he looks like he's getting he's gaining the quickening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean it's fair because he just severed a head, you know what I'm saying? So it makes sense that he would receive the quickening, but you know, why? Like I I didn't know the the, the predator existed in the Highlander universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have they ever directly contradicted each other? No, they haven't, Rob. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, unlike Highlander 2, Predator 2 does not greatly contradict Predator. <laughs> like, maybe they should have had fucking uh, uh, Christopher uh, Lambert show up and shit in, in this movie as one of the cops. You know, That would have been dope. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you should have had him in, like, in, a, in a part three. I, you know, I, I fucks with Christopher Lambert. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that makes sense. But, um, I like how, like, that is, like, the snowball effect that leads into, like, the, the climax of the movie. Um, where, like, Harrigan gives chase, uh, after the, uh, the, the, the Predator. And, uh, he gets, uh, crashed into by, uh, um, what's fucking, uh, Gary Busey's character's names? Uh, uh, I just call him not Dutch, um, but uh, uh, keys, no, keys, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the tip of my fucking tongue. Uh, like, yeah, and uh, they, they take him and they put him on to like why they there because like it, it's been a mystery, so to speak. Well, to Harrigan because we all know why he's there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like you mentioned it, uh, like Harrigan is not a dumb cop. He is kind of he is kind of slow though, because um, uh, when Keys is explaining like you know everything to him. He's like, what? And then he's just go, a fucking alien. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I got to spell it out for you, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm telling you everything that's happening. And you're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, what's the gag? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, that leads into one of the, the best moments in the movie, so to speak, where uh, the, the, the meat locker sequence. Yes, 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 yes. Where, you know, they, they determine that, you know, it's yeah. funny how like that's kind of like the centerpiece of the movie, <laughs> even yeah. though that, that's that's more of the climax than the actual climax is. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because like the climax is actually uh, like uh, a chase sequence, you know, where where Harrigan is chasing the predator, like you know, through, down all the way into the sewer. But like, yeah, like that that is a big action moment. Like, and it's cool too because like it it provides like a, a lot of tension in the sequence because they you know they they acknowledge that. The predator can see the heat of our bodies. That's how he tracks us. You know what I'm saying? And if you cover that, he's blind. You know, which is essentially what Dutch did in uh, the first one by covering his body in the mud. Um, which I don't know how that would work and shit because you know what I'm saying like it's in the jungle and the mud is hot. You know what I'm saying? When he be... never mind. Um, <laughs> it's it's a fucking giant space alien. Who cares about the logic? Um, <laughs> but like you know they they are using actual logic in here. They're like you know they having him track them to. Uh, well, I think he's, they, they reference the fact that he's been, uh, the predator has been going there to eat, you know, because, you know, it's, it's, it's a meat, uh, uh, freeze. It's a giant meat freezer, so to speak. 
Um, so it's been going there to feed every once in a while. So it's like, you know, um, I, th- I think that's what it is. So, like, you know, they completely freeze it over and they're wearing these giant fucking hazmat suits and shit that are uh, covered, like, you know, and they're all cold and all that shit. So he can't see them. Um, but, uh, at first. Well, yeah, at, fir- <laughs> at, at first, yeah. Um, because uh, they did heavy research on this alien. Like, they even mentioned uh, Dutch. Uh, a bit like they don't mention him by name; they just mention you know the 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 the, the preceding event in in the first Predator. Um, but they didn't do clearly enough research because they don't know that uh, predators could change vision. Well, to be fair, I mean, how the fuck do you because like, I don't even know because basically Predator nukes the jungle at the end of um, yeah. Predator. So I mean, it's not like you could recover his shit to like look through it. Like you're yeah. basically going by what Dutch learned over the course of, like, two days. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, they did their research, but, like, they can only do so much based on what they had. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they only have what was at their disposal and shit. You know, they could they could have known that uh, he has different modes of vision. And um, he's able to change it to one where he could see their lights. You know? Which also shows that Keys is a dumbass as well, because... Harrigan is telling him, like, he sees the damn lights. Turn them off. Turn them off. Like, who is this? Clear the line. And it's like, did you not hear what he just said, <laughs> motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Like, he can see your lights. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, they cut them off. It's too late. And uh, Predator massacres all of them. Well, with the exception of Keys. Well, it seems uh, like he massacred Keys until the end of the sequence. Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, like, he, he kind of saves him for last, you know what I'm saying? I do love that moment where uh, Harrigan escapes from, like, the little truck thing, you know what I'm saying, where he just casually, like, fucking just, like, hey, 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 and then he needs that one dude in the nuts, he headbutts this dude, and then he takes it, open the door, now, go fuck yourself, and then, okay, when, when he chokes him a little heavier, said, uh, 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 you don't know what you're doing, Harrigan, you ruin everything, fuck yourself, and it's like, this 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 movie's in love with the word fuck, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how else would you know that Harrigan is a loose cannon who plays by his own rules? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, and then like you know he shows up uh, to almost save uh, Keys and shit, but uh, Keys gets uh, half of his face burnt off by like his little like uh, uh, shoulder, shoulder cannon. cannon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that. I love that point of view shot though, and shit where fucking Gary Beasy's all like, ah! <laughs> and then he just explodes. And then Harrigan and the Predator go at it for a little bit. Um, where we get the the reappearance of uh, the iconic, um, uh, you're one ugly motherfucker. But like, like I, I like this one and shit because I mean, which is weird too because like, how would the Predator know he was going to call him a motherfucker? Like you're one ugly, and the Predator's just like. Motherfucker. Well, well. To be fair, he has spent a few days in LA. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And he's been following Harrigan for a while and shit. So he's like, yeah, he's probably gonna call me a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like the most curious moment in the movie happens at that point, as when Keys reappears, and you know what I'm talking about, yes. right? Uh, Keys reappears, and he like because they're not trying to kill the predator, Keys and his team. They're trying to capture it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To so take it for study. 
I am, you know, most likely put it for the weapons division of, of you know, the military. Well, that's the thing that's fucking hilarious. It's like the same thing that happens in uh, the, all the aliens movies, where they're just like, well, this thing is gonna, like, it's clearly gonna kill all of us, but we can definitely fucking capture it and then train, like, and figure out how to make it into a weapon. <laughs> like, it's just like, like, there's no reason to kill it, but we can turn it into an asset. Right, and, and you see, like, even years, like, decades later, like, in The Predator, they still haven't fucking learned that that's a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, that's uh, which which is one of the elements I loved about the Predators that they have Jake Busey in there as the son of Keys. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's legit. I forgot yeah, about he, that. yeah. He's the son of Keys and shit. So it's like they have Gary Busey's actual son playing Gary Busey's character's son. You know what I'm saying? Which I thought was dope. But it's like, yeah, they're still fucking idiots and shit because it's like, yeah, you can't control this Predator. And what exactly what happened? He gets up and murders them all. <laughs> but Keys comes shows up. Uh, he's trying to freeze the Predator. He was like, yeah, 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 Harry, gonna save your ass. Get out of here. This is between me and him. And then uh, Predator decides to throw his discus thing, which, and decades later, I have no fucking idea what happens because obviously it goes through him, but it's like, there's a moment where it's like, I'm guessing that it cuts him in half. But there's clearly a stream of blood still pouring down as if the top part of Keys, Gary Busey, is still hanging midair. Like, if you notice, there's still blood pouring down after the, the bottom half of the body has fallen. So it's like, but even if it doesn't cut him in half, where is that stream of blood coming from? So it's like, what the fuck happened here? Like, ha- like... Obviously, it hits him, but, like, is he in half? Is he whole? Where is that blood coming from? I do not know. Stephen Hopkins, are, do you still think you're in uh, Freddy Krueger dreamland and this is all a dream, nightmare, what's going on? I, I don't know. I'm so confused. Like, this movie is over, it was, what, 33 years old at this point. I still have no fucking idea what happens there. And probably never will. We, we we must get in contact with Stephen Hopkins and ask him what the fuck happened there, sir. Because I do not know. I do not know. <laughs> so anyways, like, yeah, like Patrick was saying that uh, uh, that moment felt like it should have been a climax, but it goes on for another 15-20 minutes, I think, the movie. Yeah. Where it basically becomes a chase sequence between uh, Harrigan and the Predator. Uh, I do like that moment where they're on the ledge and he goes, okay, pussy face, it's your move. And the Predator's like, shit happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's when he cuts the Predator's arm off, so the Predator falls down the building, like it falls into the, 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 the bathroom of the old lady, um, uh, like which leads to the, that great moment where uh, Pre- uh, uh, Harrigan climbs in and it's like, uh, it's all right, I'm a cop. I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I also love that moment where, like, it shows that Predator goes down through the elevator shaft. He's like, damn, I can't this fucking guy just stay on the ground. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then he climbs down there and he goes and he finds the, which is weird, too, because they have the actual mothership there, so to speak. Uh, In in the first one, it was just a pod that they released from the mothership. In this one, they have the actual mothership. So it's like, were there multiple Predators fucking going around the city and shit doing things? Because we only no, see I think, one. I think it was just the one, but I think that it was just like... It's like um, 
it's like, it's like the hunting party, but the rest of them are hanging out drinking. Well, like that, that guy goes off to actually do the actual hunting. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because... Or like, you could also argue that they could have taken pods and like come back at the end. Like they could have gone off on their own little tangents. And like, that's why there's like the alien skull and like the whatever, like all that shit. You could argue yeah. they were doing their own shit and then came back. No, yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that tracks, that tracks. No, like my, my like yeah, it, it makes sense that it could have been like an initiation thing, because there there, there is a like uh, I remember reading somewhere it's like the the predator in this movie is supposed to be younger than the rest of them, so it could be like like yeah, go out there, earn your stripes, bro, earn your colors, yeah, yeah, do us proud, go go collect us some skulls and and some spinal cords and go kill a go kill a bunch of motherfuckers yeah do you bro this is all you this is your time to shine and he's like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it uh and like like yeah and then like you know they go on the ship and uh like he, he like th- this is where the whole mythology thing comes from because you see like the, the basically the the tr- the section which it says the, the trophy section and you see like i think a tyrannosaurus rex head in there uh and then like but most importantly you see a xenomorph skull in there. Yes. Which is weird that uh, xenomorphs have white skulls like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they don't like, you never see them like take them off in the other ones. So, like, I mean, whatever. Like, I don't even know how the fuck you even get a fucking alien skull off of its fucking like. Head because I, mean, like, I feel like when you like, I, I don't know, I mean, you just like drain all the acid blood out of it. it, it yeah. It's a cool image, regardless. <laughs> like, no, nah, yeah, 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 totally. Like, which, which that's the that that's the moment that led to the whole alien versus predator, yes. uh, like separate franchise, you know what I'm saying, to the comics, to the video games, to the <sighs> movies. I, I really okay, I will argue, I actually love um, the comics. I grew yeah. up with the comics and like um comics are dope. When, yeah, when I saw that movie, I wanted to take my own life. Uh, I was so upset. I was it was I think the most disappointed I've ever been by a movie in my entire life. Um like I genuinely to this day I've never watched it again because I hated it so much and it hurt me so badly to watch it. Um but um since <laughs> I will put him over cuz he's like his great friend Liam was involved in the second one. Um I actually do like Requiem. Like yeah. Requiem, I think is okay. Like I think Requiem is cool. Like it's just like it's it's mostly like it actually feels like it should. Where it's like a predator movie, where it's like like you said, like where like it's like um the the thing that Vice said, where it's like um a movie where just like, the predators get dropped into another movie. Yeah. Um, it's like this um, like it almost kind of it's 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 like a movie that becomes another movie that becomes another movie where it's like um it goes from being this like teen drama yeah to having aliens show up um a la critters if you will yeah. um and then a predator shows up to <laughs> hunt them so it's like you drop the movie into a movie into a movie and it works <laughs> like it does work for me <laughs> No, no, no. Like, and uh, when when I uh, I I guessed it on uh, action for everyone, uh, I was able to tell that that uh, I, I I appreciate um, Requiem, and I appreciate what he did for the, you know what him and the team did for the Predator, since uh, Predators got bitched out in Alien versus Predator because it's obvious. Like, look, I'm I'm a fan of 
Paul W. S. Anderson. He made Event Horizon. I know you don't like it. Yes, I do. But 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 he did make Mortal Kombat, which I do enjoy, and yeah. um, the first Resident Evil movie that I enjoy. Like so, it's like yeah. I'm not going to shit on Paul W. S. Anderson, despite my not enjoying all of his work. Like I, I just yeah. I hate Alien vs. Predator a lot, but I do like some of his work. Yeah. Um, uh, also, he made Soldier with Kurt Russell, which I which I greatly enjoy. Uh, I to let Paul Anderson know I I was there opening weekend. I was one of four people in the theater, but I was there. I was one of them opening weekend. So like I was, uh, you had my support, and you still do because that movie fucking rules. Uh, I, I I love I love uh, Soldier with Kurt Russell, but um. Yeah, he, you could tell, I mean, he's admitted this, you know, that he's an alien fanboy. Um, but it's, if even if he would have said it, it'd have been fucking obvious if you watch Alien vs. Predator, because the way he bitches out the Predators in there in favor of the aliens, like, they fucking shit all over the Predators in that movie. Plus, um, additionally, as you actually mentioned at the beginning of this, um, the Predators are attracted to heat and conflict. Conflict. And they're in fucking Antarctica, Rob! What the motherfuck? I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know what his thinking was. Um, but that was his idea. And uh, apparently, James Cameron likes it. So, you know. I'm not okay. But there's many things that James Cameron has said that he likes. That, like, he likes. So I would like to, I would like to ask him again now. Because, like, I remember when Terminator Genesis came out, he had, like, a whole thing where he was like, oh, yeah, it was great. I'm just like, let's ask him again now. Like, he's like, I remember after you made Dark Fate, you were like, ah, fuck all these movies. So, like, let's see how you feel about Avery's Predator if I ask you now. Like, 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 here's the thing. It's like, remember when people were saying about John Carpenter? It's like, oh, he was paid to say this. And it's yes. like, I think they were confusing him with, with Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, like, I remember when he was, like, uh, Genesis, uh, he was like, um... It feels like a reinvigoration of the franchise. And it's like, look, I actually like Genesis. But let's pump the fucking brakes here. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> let's slow down. Like, I, 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 I think it's fine. I actually enjoyed it. I'm one of the few people who actually do enjoy it. But, like, let's, 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 let's take a step back. I don't you, dislike it. Because my thing with the Predator or the Terminator franchise is it's kind of like the Predator franchise. Where, like, they're not necessarily all the same caliber as the first one. But there's all there's things that I like in all of them. So like yeah. I would still give I would say of the like major franchises, I do actually I would say that I am a fan of the Terminator franchise. Like I don't think Genesis is the best entry by any stretch of the imagination. But there's things in it that I enjoy. So Yeah. It it does have moments in it that remind me of fucking uh Terminator three. Which is uh, arguably my least favorite of, yes. of the of the movies, um, when uh, they 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 fucking arrest the Terminator, uh, like they arrest the Terminator, and then they play Bad Boys as they're taking the mugshots of uh, Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, and a fucking Terminator. The Terminator actually allows himself to be arrested, and they're playing Bad Boys, and the Terminator smiles for his mugshot, and it's just like. Like I'm getting talked to the hand flashbacks here. You know <laughs> like, why, why am I seeing this in a fucking Terminator movie? But other than that, I I, I actually do like uh, Genesis. I know Liam doesn't, 
<laughs> me, me and Liam actually like not got into it, but like I was trying to plead the case of Terminator Genesis. Like, no, it's actually good. And he was like, no. I was like, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, like, and I think like my pleading case is like was like even making him even more mad. Like, <laughs> like what was it like? My, my like, because I was trying to defend Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese in there a little bit. You know, what I'm saying like, look, what I appreciate about Jai Courtney is that he like they were they're better people for the role. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike Vogel. I think would have been a good like you know because he actually has a slight resemblance to Michael Bean a little bit. Um, someone said uh, uh, Jensen Ackles. Um, well, I, was like, I mean I, Jensen Ackles. I mean maybe, but I feel like I mean my other thing is like it's like the whole thing of like um, <laughs> you're casting. Although I will say he's better now than he used to be, but um, you're casting. You're just being like, yay! So we're not gonna. This guy is too wooden. So we're gonna get somebody slightly less wooden. I'm like, that's not better. That's just that's just differently wooden. Like it's just like it's like I I don't I mean like I feel like there are people that you could have because the thing is like I I started liking Jai Courtney um, when he did Captain Boomerang because it was the first time he showed personality because like it's yeah. he, they were they were trying for like a hot minute to make him like a big fucking like a list star. Yeah, and he's so fucking bland in that kind of thing. Yeah, but when you make him boomerang and like you let his like fucking australian just shine through he's so much better no like yeah like uh, i I, i've said that about jack quinney myself it's like and he seems to have found his niche in the uh, uh, niche in the hollywood where it's like he's best where he's playing smarmy douchebags yes yeah like because because he's so much more energetic and and charming in in that like when he's playing a douchebag like like he's great like you know People would like they put him as uh, John McClane Jr. and and yeah. the worst fucking Die Hard movie ever. Yeah. Um. Uh. They put him as Kyle Reese in Terminator yeah. Genesis, and like I, I think he's fine, you know. Because what I appreciate is he did not try to do a Michael Bean impersonation, you know. He just did his own thing, and he's fine, you know. L- Liam O'Donnell disagrees with me, and that's fine. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, like, like people is it's like it's obviously people didn't take the Jai Courtney until he was Captain Boomerang. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, see, like you know, he, oh no, there was uh when he played the the douchebag in um the 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 heavy and uh the main heavy in uh Jack Reacher. To be fair, I have heard about that, but I still to this day have never seen Jack Reacher. So like, I I have only seen the, the Amazon show. I have not seen the movie. No, no, the 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 first movie is really good. No, I've heard good things. I like yeah. Chris McQuarrie. I like Tom Cruise. I just never got around to it. Yeah, it's 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 the second one that's like, yeah. I mean, I like it, but it's like, uh, I, I I stated this on Twitter, and uh, Dahlia thoroughly agreed with me, even though she 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 likes that movie a lot. Is that um, it's the closest we'll ever get to seeing what a DTV Tom Cruise action movie looks like. Fair. That's it. It's it's like. Tom Cruise version of a DTV action movie. That's my, that's the best way I could describe it. But the, the first one is really, really good. Um, one, one of the, one of the, uh, the the best action movies I think has come out in like past few years, um, in my opinion. And he's great in it. He's playing like the fucking like the main heavy. He's basically the Carl to Werner Werner Herzog's uh, Hans Gruber. 
Um, uh, and he's finding that. But then it's like, you know, they try, like, yeah, it's, it's one of those instances where it's like, where we were talking about, who are we talking about? Like, an actor that they try to make a thing. Uh, oh, that's and, happened so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we were, we were talking about certain actors, like, on the show, where it's like, they obviously tried to make him a thing and then just never. Or like, um, what's this, uh, what's this fucking, Taylor Kish. Yes. They were really trying to make Taylor Kish a thing in Hollywood. Yeah. That man had three major productions come out in a in a, in in the span of a year, and they all bombed. Exactly. That was that's why that stopped being a thing very quickly because it was just like, like, well, you can't open a movie, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, and like that. That's where they just was like, let's just leave him as character actor. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, you know, he's 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 done well. And it's funny too because it's like they were both in uh. That fucking uh, the Amazon show, the Terminal List, which which I effectively call, uh, affectionately call Tom Clancy's The Punisher, um, <laughs> and it's like two guys they try to make a thing in 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 Hollywood and shit are both on this show, with a guy that actually is a thing but kind of fucking sucks <laughs> as the star. So it's like, oh, it's like hey, you guys all fit in together, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like when they they they, they seriously like I mean not as seriously as Taylor Kish, but they definitely want to make Jai Courtney a thing. Oh yeah, was like like you could I could see the wheels turning in 20th Century Fox when they're like maybe like you know we could make more Die Hard movies, but with this guy. Oh, that was definitely the plan. I'm 100 percent sure that was the plan. It's just it's just that that movie was. I mean, like, can I can I make have a hot take here? Oh God! Please don't say positive things about Die Hard Five. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a terrible, terrible movie. Like, I don't, not, I'm not saying it's not a terrible movie. Like, I, I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think... As, Anakin, as, you're going down a path that I can't follow. <laughs> as far as, like, taking it as face value and shit, remove all thought of Die Hard from your brain. And it's an alright action film. It is an awful fucking Die Hard movie. Is okay. what I say. Okay. But it's, let's say, taking Die Hard the equation completely, that it's just the most bland, mediocre fucking action movie that they spent that much money on in the history of cinema. Did they really spend a lot of money on it? I can guarantee they did. From the look of that movie, it definitely looks like they spent a shit ton of money. Um, it looks, it honestly looks pretty fucking cheap to me. I mean, the, the CGI alone, I feel like, was probably. I mean, like, 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 I, I, like, like I said, like, you know, like when we were talking about positive things to say about movies we don't like, where it's like I can find positive things to like in Die Hard Five, like particularly that 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 shot where the um the they jump they jumped off the roof out of the exploding, you know, out of the way of the exploding okay. helicopter. They spent a hundred million dollars on it. <laughs> oh yeah, then <laughs> then they didn't get their money's worth because that no. movie looks cheap as fuck. <laughs> Um, also, like you know, you know what's the thing I don't like about it? They, they they have Cole Hauser in there for five minutes and they kill him off almost immediately. And it's like, why why would you do that to Cole Hauser? Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser's another guy who they tried to make a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Cole Hauser's another one where he's just like he's better as a character actor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, he's killing it on Yellowstone. I know he's on that show and he's fucking he's great on that as Rip. You know what I'm saying? Like. One of the main badasses on the on the branch and shit, run by uh, Kevin Costner's character. I to this um, day, I've never seen it. I want to because I like Taylor Sheridan. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen the first season. I have I haven't watched it since. But uh, and they're going too far and shit. There's like eight spinoffs of the fucking show now, and it's like 
yeah, yeah, T- Taylor Sheridan, I-, I-, I dig you, homie, but no. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, I-, I-, I like certain elements of it. Um, but, like, yeah, it-, it-, it is a piss-poor diehard movie. And that's why we hate it. Because it's like, cause it- I-, I think it's- we hate it even more is because that's the last diehard movie. Well, yes, but it wasn't intended to be. <laughs> it was like, I know it wasn't it was intended. So bad that like they they had to be the last Die Hard movie. Like yeah, and it's like you know, of course, with Bruce's retirement, like we're we're not gonna have any more Die Hard movies. That is the the, the movie that the franchise left us off on. I mean, it would not shock me if they rebooted at some point, but we'll see. Like yeah, like what are you gonna do? Give Joseph Gordon-Levitt, give him the nose he had in Looper. No, no, I mean, like, I, 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 they're not playing Bruce. I'm just, saying I'm guessing they'll probably just fucking do like a full-blown like remake where they'll be like, like this is Die Hard, that everybody will shit on it. Be like, well, we're not making any more of those. No, but they should do that. They should just get Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the nose he used in Looper to look like Bruce. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just do like do a remake of Die Hard with Joseph Gordon-Levitt as fucking John McClane. I, I I'd watch that, you know, for for curiosity's sake and shit. It'd probably be fucking terrible, but I'd watch it. But yeah, like uh yeah, uh I mean I think Jai Courtney is is, is doing well for himself now. Yes. Where it's just like like he he's best the way he's just playing a douchebag. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a like a a smarmy, uh sarcastic douchebag. He's basically like um what 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 they should have had Craig Bierko doing you know, for the remainder of his career, because that's another one. Like I was, I like I rewatched fucking Long Kiss Goodnight. Like I, I want to say the other night, but maybe it was before that. And this is like he's he's so great in this movie. Oh no, like, Bierko is amazing in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Why why the fuck didn't Bierko come a thing? And then I remember, oh that's right, he starred in Sour Grapes like two years later. And it's like, yeah, it was Larry David production, but like this was before Larry David became his own thing with Curb yeah. Your Enthusiasm. So it's like, like. He wasn't a thing yet and shit, so we, we didn't know we could trust Larry David <laughs> doing his own thing. And Kirk Bierko played play, play the price for that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, God damn it. Because I like him, you know what I'm saying? Like, It's like, yeah, bring Kirk Bierko back as fucking playing douchebags because he's fucking fantastic as a douchebag. And uh, um, wait, wait, he's, wait, wait, he fucking uh, kidnaps uh, the... the, the the daughter and the fucking church and the lady with the kids comes up, you're about to have 2.4 children. <laughs> like, like he did not fucking hesitate for a second <laughs> before threatening her that he was going to cut her children in half. And it goes, Merry Christmas. Oh no. But his best moment in there, um, with the, with the dude radios him. Uh, uh, I've been hit, sir. I think I'm dying. Continue dying. <laughs> it's like you know, it was like like how did this become a conversation of actors who should have been things? And but this... to be fair, it actually does tie into Predator Two because uh, the movie you're describing was also, I think, produced by Joel Silver. So like, I could be wrong. I don't know for sure. Well, Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes. No. Oh wow! It just feels like a Joel Silver movie then. Okay. No, um, I mean it, it. It does tie in because it was also directed by Rennie Harlan, who also directed a sequel, uh, who had a sequel released in 1990, as you know, alongside. Okay, I mean, now you're reaching really hard. I was trying to. No, find no, a like, no, like you, you mentioned Joel Silver, and it's like you know, Rennie Harlan directed a sequel to a Joel Silver movie in 1990, alongside okay. Stephen Hopkins with Predator Two. 
And so Mindy like, Harlan also directed the Nightmare on Elm Street movie directly before Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Right, <laughs> so right, right. Like, <laughs> like, like no, that, that is true and shit. Like, Rennie Harlan directed Nightmare on Elm Street 4 in 88. Uh, Stephen Hopkins directed Nightmare on Elm Street 5 in 99. And then they both had sequels to Joe Silver movies come out in 1990. Yo, that's insane, though. Because he directed... He did... Uh, uh, Dream Child in '89, and then had, I'm I'm pretty sure like Predator Two cost a, a substantial bit of money. Yeah, you know, it, 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 I don't think it was cheap and shit because you know it was a sequel to a successful film. You know, this is obviously why they're making a sequel to it. So it's like, and I, I know the fact that like he he was under a bit of pressure and shit to hurry up and get this movie out by 1990 and shit by like Thanksgiving. Yeah, 1990. I funny because I was like looking through posters, um, like when I was looking through, like images and stuff. And like, <laughs> there's one where it says coming this Christmas. Yeah. And there's one that says like this Thanksgiving. And I was like, did they have a fucking release <laughs> for this in mind, or was it just like as soon as possible? <laughs> like, whatever the fuck this movie is done, I don't give a fuck. Just get it in goddamn projectors. <laughs> like, I don't I, care. Like, it made sense to come out Thanksgiving because it's like you know, there's a lot of meat on display. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, but also at the same time. I mean, their timing was probably not great because I feel like 1990 was Home Alone and that oh, yeah. was around. So, like, that would have stomped that, his dick in the dirt. <laughs> like, that, that, that's probably why they pushed it forward to Thanksgiving so it didn't compete. I mean, you, I mean, you couldn't know that Home Alone no, was going to be the, no, yeah. the monster it was. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, like, they, they probably had to have known, like, eh, this is probably going to be pretty successful. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's just, the same studio, so they probably didn't care that much. They were like, whatever. <laughs> like it's just like it's like money here, money there, money, <laughs> money, money. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like let, let's just get this out of the way, so we're we're not stepping on our own dick here. Um, uh, but like, yeah, I think it was supposed to be Christmas, and then they just moved it to Thanksgiving and shit. But like, you know, you you have that. Um, but it's like I know I know he had a lot of pressure on him, Stephen Hopkins, because there was that moment where uh. Uh, there was like a bit of controversy and shit where uh, yeah, <laughs> Ruben Ruben Blaze was doing a live interview with Joe London for Good Morning America, which Stephen Hopkins was not aware of because he said that uh, they were doing interviews all the time on the set, but you know for the EPK, you know what I'm saying? And he thought that's what they were doing, so you know it's like you know we got we got to hurry up, you know what I'm saying? We got to go and shit. So he's calling to Ruben to come, and Ruben's not paying his mind because he has an earpiece on. You know, because he's talking to Joe London via satellite. And and Stephen Hopkins just walks over and grabs him and like, come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And and just takes him off and shit. And just it's just like uh, and like that happened on live television. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that was mad embarrassing, you know, for the studio, for everyone and shit. And they had to what was it? I think the next week appear on Good Morning America to like, you know, to apologize, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know. And it's like, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Stephen Hopkins because, you know, he's a young director under a lot of like, pressure. He was like 29, I want to say. Like, yeah. Like 28, 29. And like, yeah, and he's doing a big fucking studio movie, like as his like second movie, really. Like, I think yeah. that, like there was just Dream Child was the only one like, before this. And it's like, so yeah, so like I can't even imagine what that was fucking like. like okay, let's just say, for instance, like, because you're 39, I'm 40. Um, like, picture yourself at 29 being trusted with just, well, not even say it's a movie. Let's just say it's a fucking, like, multi-million dollar investment of any sort. Like, it's a tentpole movie. 
It's like, but even like, let's just not even say a, like a movie. This is like any massive sum of money investment. And like, you're now responsible for that. Like, how would you react? Because like, I would be real stressed out all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. This is why Michael Bay is always an asshole on set of his movies. Because, you know, I mean, like when you're directing movies of that, you know, of that budget, you know what I'm saying, and that caliber and all that stuff. The first thing you get before you get anything else is the release date. Yeah. Uh, the movie's going to come out on this date, and God help you if it has to be moved. You know what I'm saying? So it's like before you have a script, before you have actors, before you have anything, like, all right, uh, you're going to make Predator 6. Uh, you're going to get uh, $200 million, and it comes out on... February 4th, uh, 2025. You know what I'm saying? That's a mammoth production. <laughs> They're not going to move that date for you. Like, oh, I need a little bit more time. Oh, sure. Like, you know, like, you won't push it back. They didn't move the date up. Like, I remember that was the whole thing that happened with X-Men. Yeah. Was uh, Brian Singer was making X-Men, and he was already under huge pressure because it was yeah, by that summer. And they were like, um, we're actually moving into Christmas. And he's like, oh, great. Like, oh, so much, there's so much more I can accomplish. Like, whatever. They're like, no, 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 this Christmas. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, so no. it's like, yeah. I can't. No, 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 I, I remember that. It was, uh, uh, he said, we're going to uh, give you the, 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 the summer. Oh, summer 2001. Oh, good. I could, but no, no, no. You got summer 2000. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. That's the first thing, like, you know, big budget fil- studio filmmaking. That's the first thing you get is the release date before anything the script like half the time and shit on these movies and shit the script ain't even finished oh no yeah the, the, the screen's already a rolling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, like yeah you don't have a complete script and even if you did and shit it's being constantly be written yeah you know on the like you know scenes are being written on the day you know what i'm like, saying I, you ever heard the stories of like uh speaking of die hard of like kevin smith stories of, like when they were doing when the, the day he was on set for live for your die hard yeah it's like I don't like Len Wiseman as a filmmaker, but I feel for Len Wiseman based on that story. <laughs> what the what the hell did Len Wiseman ever do to you? Uh, he may, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't like Len Wiseman as a filmmaker, but like I do feel for him based on that story. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But yeah, um... Yeah, so, like, he was under enormous pressure, you know what I'm saying? And he obviously made a, a bad judgment call right there, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it, it all worked out, you know what I'm saying? He went on to direct uh, uh, great classics uh, like Judgment Night. Yep. Um, Blown Away. I'm a huge fan of his Blown Away. Uh, I did like uh, The Ghost in the Darkness. I know Dolly is a huge fan of that, I believe, if I remember correctly. To be fair, I've never actually seen that. I've always wanted to. I never got around to it. I, I I enjoy that one quite a bit. I haven't seen it in a while, but I enjoy that one. Um, he did also make uh, the Lost in Space movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I, I got actually. If I'm being completely honest, I don't remember that movie at all. I remember um, like shots. I don't remember anything else. I remember like the little like um, when Matt LeBlanc's like uh, like like a oh, yeah, face the, armor happens. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like two or three other things. I don't remember anything else like literally like i literally forget until i'm talking about right now most of the cast i'm just like oh yeah william hurt was in that i was like i genuinely forgot that movie existed in a lot like i was like i remember it existed only because it beat titanic 
Um, like when Titanic like finally like got beat after like three months of the top of the fucking <laughs> box <laughs> office, that like Lost in Space was the one that finally knocked it off. Yeah. So I remember it existed just for that bit of trivia. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this was the time when movies still lasted in theaters for a while. I mean, to be fair, that does still occasionally happen. As I said, like, like, Maverick. Uh, like Maverick was forever. And um, Avatar, I want to say it was number one for, it wasn't the same three months, but I want to say it was at least two months, like the new Avatar. So, And the last oh, yeah. Avatar was three months. So, like, yeah. it does still happen occasionally. It is like, but you have to be, like, bring still consistently bringing in a shitload of money for theaters and studios to be like, okay, yeah, I can go to streaming and DVD now. Like yeah. it's, it's like because like usually they're just like new thing, new thing, new thing. But like if you're continuously making shitloads of money, it's like okay, <laughs> we're waiting till this 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 fountain stops, <laughs> and then like once the fountain dries up, then we're gonna move on. Yeah, but like that's crazy to think that it Titanic came out in December of '97, and it was is it, it remained in the top spot until April because yeah. that's when Lost in Space came out in April. It was a th- yeah, I was it was like three months, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that's that's me. Like like not the fact that it was out that long, but it was out that long at number one. Yep. Like I I remember my cousin Annie. She was like she saw Titanic in theaters multiple times. She was like uh you know I'm saying I saw her passing by in the hallway because we all lived in you know same house together. And uh, I was like 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 hey where are you going Annie? She's like go see Titanic. I was like you just seeing that? She said no, this is like my fifth time seeing it. I was like. Jesus. <laughs> well, saying. it's also that's actually like that's that's what got James Cameron. Like I, I, that was his thing is like his like fucking swinging dick uh, like attitude, attitude with yeah, the new yeah. one. Where like with uh, Avatar, where they was just like it's like oh yeah, if they get to to, uh, to pee or anything, that's fine. They'll they'll just catch whatever they miss the next time they come back. And I'm just like, you're not <laughs> wrong, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, right, right. And, and, and fucking and fucking dweebs on Twitter was like, this guy thinks people are gonna see this movie multiple times. Movie's gonna flop, and then it's like. It's like what the highest grossing movie, the newest oh, yeah. highest grossing. That's always that's what always happens with James Cameron. I don't know, like I guarantee you, when Avatar three comes out, people will be like, "Those are the time. This is the time he flops." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Just stop. Just please, God, stop." <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then their 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 whole thing became, uh, I, I haven't met a single person who uh who who's seen this movie in theaters, and it's like. You don't know enough people. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people are seeing this movie in theaters. You know what I'm saying? You're just a fucking dweeb with not many friends. Stop counting, like, you know, betting against Cameron is the lesson. Yes. Uh, you will always lose. Always. <laughs> yeah. Um, Predator 2 is rad. Yes. It's always... I was just like, I, I was like, my only thing is like, I, um... I mean, I'm like, it's weird that, like, as again, like, the one thing I will say is it's a defense is that like, I don't understand, like, I genuinely don't understand what people like. I, I mean, I'm glad that people these days are like into it, but like, I still don't understand why the people are always just like talk about it in like weird, like, terms of it being like either not as good or even being shitty. Cause I'm just like, it's, it is rad, as you just said, like, it is rad. Like, it's fucking, it's rad as shit. Like, it's like, it's, as I said, it's the top of this, where it's like, as far as I'm concerned, it's exactly what you want from a sequel. It's like, you like this in Predator, we're going to give you more of it, and it's going to be like, it's like, yes, it's different, but like, we changed the setting, and like, we changed like, the characters, but like, everything you liked about the Predator action is back. 
And it's like, so it's like, I don't understand why, like, why it had like it has kind of like a shitty reputation because it's fucking, it's it's so fucking enjoyable to me. It always has been. And as you said before with the Vice thing, was like everything that came from the mythos came from this. Like I remember, like there was a poster um, when I was a kid where like there was um, it was from Predator Two, and they had the Predator, and like they pointed out like all the little like um, bits of equipment and shit that it had, which mm. I would pour over and like figure out like whatever. And then when I started reading the comics and stuff, it was like, I it just, I don't know. It's, it was just, it, it's the, the way it expands the mythos and gives you more. It's, just, I don't know. Predator 2, as far as I'm concerned, is not only like one of like the better sequels, but it is like one of the most unsung fucking sequels ever made. Like it's just, it's, 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 as we like point out, like it, it's like, it's, if you like action movies, it's that. If you like sci-fi, it's that. If you like horror, it's that. Like it's like it's giving you all of these things. It's checking so many goddamn boxes that I don't understand why it's not more beloved. Because it's fucking. It's just. It's. It, it's fucking rat. It's fucking radish shit. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah. Anyway, this has been another episode of Chainsaws and Claws. We will see you again next week. If you are looking for us in the interim, um, Chainsaws Claws pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm assuming you found the podcast because you're listening to it now. But I mean, if you're not, it's other places. Um, pretty much any place you could look for podcasts, we are there. So we will catch you next time. Uh-huh.